Wake, 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 wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get something that's going to make her laugh every day. It is not easy, as you think. I just imagine what your face looked like when you're doing that. Oh, yeah, that was a tough one to do, too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, good God. Good God. Are you sleepy this morning? Oh, man, I don't know. I am. fishy I, tired? Yeah, yeah, little fishy didn't get the uh, sleep that little fishy needs on a regular basis. So, <laughs> you know, when you just stay, you're in bed and you're not, it's not like there's any drama or anything. You're just laying in bed, looking at the ceiling, going, Thinking, 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 and you know you don't know what you're thinking about. Just anything. Yes. Good lord. I do know that. Many, many mm-hmm. fine things going on in your brain. You I know. know. Oof. But then it's funny because on like a Friday or Saturday night, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, and minus usually one p in the middle of the night, I can sleep eight or nine hours. You know, I saw you know? on TV a commercial that I thought would be really great for someone that was very lazy and didn't want to get up from the bathroom and pee. But it's a very serious thing for women that have trouble uh, sleeping and peeing. Seriously. And it's some machine that you connect to your body where you just pee. And then it's right. like a bucket next to your bed. And it's for women with incontinence. And I, I'm not, I'm not right. making light by any means. Right. But I'm like, huh. It's like a catheter. Like, yeah, but I think about uh, I think about how sometimes when I'm laying in bed and I have to pee in the middle of the night and you don't want to get up because you know your legs are going to weigh like 60 pounds or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, huh, no, better not. I've already got the apnea machine hooked up. I don't need to be <laughs> double plugged in. So, yeah. Well, and I find that like when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm, I lay there for longer deciding whether or not I should get up and go pee than if I would have just gotten up and gone pee. Should have just gotten yes. up and done it. Yes. Uh, now I just lay there forever. And then you're like, uh, I would have been dead. I could have, yep. I, I could have peed and been back in my bed by now. What am I yep. doing? Mm-hmm. Yep. I totally understand. Right out of the gate, <laughs> Connie and Fish covering many issues. <laughs> yes, we are. And that is why we are your news source. <sighs> yes. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like my, my funnest thing to say right now because it's we are so not... We are, but we're not. You know what I mean? If something major happened, no. obviously we'd let you know, but let's right. just have fun. Let's do some shots. And Although we all morning. know instantly when stuff happens. I mean, like I have Facebook open the whole time. You have Facebook yeah. open the whole show. Yeah. Steve, you probably don't. Yeah, no, not really. No. A couple that's, of times throughout the show. That's the, the two of us do. Producer, <laughs> the weirdest <laughs> producer ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. And he's yeah. all ours. <laughs> he's our boo. Yeah, he's, he's our boo. Be, he is weeks away from being a double daddy. Yeah, yeah. 
He's mulching, mm-hmm. you know, fixing mulch beds, planting bushes, painting trim, <laughs> getting it done. Those mulch beds ready for the baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was uh-huh. yesterday on the show with the weirdest thing <laughs> request ever from a pregnant woman, in my opinion. Probably not the weirdest home, one ever. I'm well, guessing. when we get home, we need to, maybe we should make that a text question of the day next week or something. I know we're pretty much set for the week, but. I just I, I just imagine her when we get home, the baby needs to see a beautifully mulched, you know, or beautifully <laughs> land, landscaped yard. What? Did she hear us talking about that yesterday, Steve? No, right? she did not. No. Oh, is she hearing it right now, Steve? Are we getting you in trouble? No, she's probably. I don't know. Yesterday she slept till I don't know. I think she said like nine thirty or something. Wow. Good for Must her. Must be nice. Oh wait, is she, she at home now? It. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know Good that. I thought her. that was next week. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she gets to sleep in, hang out with Charlotte all morning. Well, I'm, Good for nice. her. I know. Yeah. yeah. Even if she is carrying a giant basketball around in her belly, whatever. Hamburger. Exactly. And it's not, it's not <laughs> unusually hot right now, you know, for August. No. So that's nice for the pregnant lady as well. I would imagine that would have sucked. Yeah, so. no, it's amazing now because we actually, she's allowed us to uh, turn off the AC and open the windows the last several days, so. Oh, nice. yeah. Well, it's supposed to be back up to 90 by next Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> I love so there you go. Connie, the weather ruiner. <laughs> hey, I'm just keeping it real. I don't That's want y'all true. thinking I'm hearing fish every day go, maybe it's fall. Maybe it's fall. Maybe you should listen to my weather forecast. It's going to be 90 next Tuesday. So there I you go. I hear your weather forecast, but maybe it's wrong. <laughs> maybe it's fall. Maybe it's fall. It ain't She's fall, pro- brother. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to make you happy, sister. <laughs> you know, you never know. A day of joy. I'm providing you with a day of joy. It is, about- though, 54 right now. I mean, it does feel like fall in the mornings. That's for sure. Boom, baby. And every night it looks like it's supposed to be semi-cool. But, yeah, we're we're revving back up to hit 90 again on Tuesday, which happens to be my birthday. Yes, it does. Uh, which I, I'm had. kind of okay with because I'll just float around in the pool all day. That'll be fine. Oh, there you nice. go. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. You're going to float around in the pool and maybe get a visit from uh, the cake monster? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, we're going to have to discuss that. You know, I know because <laughs> I know monster. what cake. I know what you want. Maybe the cake monster brings you a little bit of cake and some pizza. You never know. Mm. From your place. Huh? Mm. huh? And I don't even put it on the Connie Fish credit card. I actually pay for it myself. <laughs> That's... That's just dumb. It's the craziness. <laughs> that will never happen, Steve. He I, can say that I as much as he wants. I, that I, I will I never know. happen. Even after I said it, I thought, why did I say that? I know. <laughs> That's not right. That'll never happen. <laughs> that is terrible advice. That is why did I do that? That was so He's gotten dumb. so cheap. You never used to put we never used to put birth well, I don't, but we never used to put birthday things on our Connie and Fish account. I would never put used birthday to be cake that you would act. Ever. You would too. No, not the yes, cake. Yes, you would. Not the cake. Yes, not would. the cake. You I know why I wouldn't you. put the. You know, here's why I wouldn't put the cake on the Connie Fish credit card, because what? we don't even buy each other prizes anymore. Like we used to buy, <laughs> used to just be Connie and Fish, and maybe a random dude or a chick or whatever, uh, no. dude Connie chick Fish, and no. uh, you know, not they don't get all excited thinking about Connie with women. But anyway, uh, so we would get extravagant gifts. Now we don't really do that. So if I could at least get you a birthday cake for your birthday that would mm-hmm. make me happy now mm-hmm. the pizza i will gladly do but see steve that mm-hmm. being said <laughs> back in the day definitely would have put the pizza on the old county fish credit card if i had let's say rented you a giant so we went from slide. hold on so we went from super extravagant gifts to i can't even buy you a slice of pizza from costco for a buck 50 
I have to put it on our joint credit card for your birthday. <laughs> oh, no, I can do that. I will do that. <laughs> that will happen. That oh, is going to happen. Care. And uh, by the way, boo, it ain't going to be no slice of pizza. It's a birthday. It's going to oh, be a whole mean? damn pizza. Yeah. That's right. $10 coming your way. Boom. <laughs> $10, $10. Yeah, baby. Very exciting stuff, Fish. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will socially distance it. from you while you eat it. So there you go. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Maybe I'll get you one of those uh, masks with the hole in it so you can have a mask on and then eat through it there or something, which I think are hysterical. So, oh, my gosh. Me too. You know what? They're, yeah. they're made out of like handy wipe things, right? Are they really? Yeah, because when you buy handy wipes or like baby wipes or whatever, like the to-go ones, and they're in the soft packaging, oh, the only yeah. thing hard on them, yeah, is the top that you go flip, and then you pull one out and close it back down so they stay moist. That's what they're made. That's what those masks are made out of. Okay, two questions. They're very funny. Can you say moist mask and can you say mask with a hole? So it'd be that. Well, I don't even want to say the mask and then moist the mask, mask with a hole. No, you remove. There, I just said it. it. Yeah, it's uh, if you say mask and then the word hole right after it, it sounds too close to something else. So I won't even say mask that. hole. There you go. Nice pause. <laughs> Dramatic pause, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve no, is like just only, living on the edge. Gosh, <laughs> only fish hear stuff like that. I know, right? It's mask. Have, have you guys not seen that meme? Have you not seen no. that, that that meme where it says, you know, do my family a solid, don't be a mask hole? Have you not seen not. that? Yes. But there's no space. Yeah. Yes, yes we have seen head. that. Okay. Yeah. Steve mm-hmm. said he hasn't, but he's busy it's not new to me. at social media. all right we'll give you the text question of the day coming up in just a little bit what did you do yesterday my dear what was fun and exciting in your wonderful life um i have been getting a lot of stuff done this week for i'm in a wedding this weekend so i've been getting a lot yeah so i've been getting a lot of stuff uh done for that purpose something we have not talked about connie what's that at all is hmm. you're the matron of honor, maid of honor is a matron of honor is the married maid of honor for those of you that don't play the home game. Yeah. We we have not talked about what you're going to say in your speech. Right, because why do we need to? I'm because I'm curious where you're going. Do you know what you're gonna say? Are you gonna be a I first Fish. off, Connie is a phenomenal public speaker, obviously based on what you do and all that, but you've always been a great public speaker, even when you were in high school. So, yeah, well, well, I don't know about that, but, um, yeah, because fish, when fish was in, what was it? Two weddings you were in last year? It seemed like the year of weddings for you. Yeah. It was like the year of weddings and one of the weddings was split. It was weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Um, wedding and reception a couple months later. Yeah. Well, the thing is his brother, I I made a deal with the bride that I'm not going to roast her. Nice. You know, okay. yeah. um, and I racked my brain to find one story that I can tell about us and our friendship in the middle of my toast. Nice. Um, that's not going to send people, you know, like old grandma into the ta- into a tailspin or anything. So, yeah, because you got a couple of those. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> this friend okay. and I have done a lot of fun things. We travel together a lot. I mean, a lot, like probably more than 20 times out of the country, just all over the place. So. I have a lot of stories I could tell, but I found one that I think, okay, I can tell that story. But um, yeah, mine's mine's going to be very heartfelt and sweet. 
You're not going to roast her. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. I'm not and roasting she, her. She'll make people cry if she wants to. Connie will. Who I will. Little, yeah. You'll throw in <laughs> a little know. humor if you need to loosen up the room. You know what you're doing, obviously. Yeah, that's what the story's for. The story's for some humor, but we're going to end it on a sad note, so. Okay, so it's what Like a sad, be, happy note. You know what I mean? Not like a yeah. jokey, like a clown. No. What she means to me. Now, I'm the her, 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 I'm a clown guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get what you're saying. No, but yeah. sincerity is what is what we'll end it on. So I'll, I'll, I, this is what I've, I, this is how I roll. I figured out the beginning, the middle, and the end, and that's all I've figured out. I'm just going to do it. Well, the beginning and the middle and the end is pretty much the, so you're, and then you're just going to throw little nugs in between, you mean? Yeah, I'm gonna transition from one to the other. Yeah. Okay, so you're. Yeah. But she asked. Did she ask you not to roast her, or did she just no? You ask she, her what she wanted. No, I said. Um, I I said I have a feeling that um, her soon to be brother in law is gonna roast her husband, and she said yes because at his wedding it was vice versa, and he really roasted him really bad. Oh, that's I said, awesome. okay. I said, well, I won't do that to you. And she said, thank you. I think it's a <laughs> female like, okay. thing. I think it's a female <laughs> thing because a lot of women typically have, from what I've seen and the weddings that, you you know, I DJed back in the day or whatever, women yeah. typically are a little bit like they'll throw in a couple yuck yucks, but it's typically more heartfelt where with dudes, it's like, how am I going to get them? Like right. my brother-in-law's right. wedding, my other brother-in-law was the best man. I helped him with the speech. Uh, everybody kind of helped him a little bit, and he prepped with me before the before his toast. And yeah. there was a couple zingers in there, like uh, you know the the. It'll be nice to finally have a sister, which is comical because I'm married to his sister, and <laughs> you know, like a couple little, uh, like a real sister or whatever. And it really did right. shut down the room, and ha- it was total. Everybody looked at me and went, "That was him." That knew me because they were like, because Alicia was like, damn, and like right out loud. And uh, the, uh, the, you know, like Lindsay was like, didn't get it at first. Right. Well, but he has a sister, Aaron. No, it's, it's nice that's to be a joke. Never. That's the joke, Lindsay. Oh, yeah. So, but I think that's a dude thing. We're, you know, women, those Southern girls, bit, it takes them a minute to get. Yeah, it's, everything's yeah. a little bit slower in the South. Uh, but they, uh, on the flip side of the coin though, with women, I think it's always a little bit more emotional and there's a little bit more bang to it, you know? Well, it depends on who it is, you know, it depends on, on who it is. And, uh, my friend is a very private person, but I mean, when it's time for, for us to go someplace and let loose, like we have a blast together. We just Mm -hmm. have a blast together. But what, what happens in our friendship stays in our friendship. So I had to think of just one. Just one story that I was, you know, able to tell. Yeah. So it's going to be Again, more heartfelt, though, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to be heartfelt, but if you get a different vibe on the room, you could always do what my brother did at my wedding, which is a 20 to 25 minute long speech where no. two minutes in, you no. say, I'm almost done, but one more thing. And you say that about 15 <laughs> times. It was the most awkward, embarrassing, hysterical thing. I don't think I've ever seen my mother laugh as hard. And it was one of the biggest laughs my mom had before she passed. It was amazing. Aww. And she was getting, plus she was getting mad. It was, it was great. So you know, it was always that Well, idea. and that's pure you guys, but that's not us. Yeah. So no. You you stick to you got to do it your own way. That's the problem. You do you. It's hard. I'll do me. Yeah, I mean it's hard. It's hard to tell somebody else how to do something like that. A lot of people are nervous if if they have to get up and speak to people. You know, speak in front of people. 
So the worst thing I feel like you can do is throw your sense of humor in there. Um, your everything based on your jokes, your this, your that, because that's not yeah. who they are. And so then on top of it, they're like, oh, I'm telling this joke. Nobody's going to get it's a joke because this isn't who I am. You know what I mean? So it doesn't come natural. It does oh, to yeah. you, but it doesn't to a lot of people, you know? I'm telling you the best thing I've ever heard, the best speech. And it wasn't me enough and it wasn't the room enough. Lindsay would have been appalled. Uh, or and my buddy Jake. We're talking about wedding toasts. I have to. Yeah, Julie would have been appalled when I did the toast. Uh, and the best thing I've ever heard is you go to a hardware store, like one of those Ace Hardware type stores, and yeah. you ask them if they have extra keys, cut keys that they were going to throw away. You get a bunch of them. You pass them out to about twenty or thirty men and women in the room, and during okay. the toast, you you get a fishbowl out, and mm. during the toast, you say, "Look, mm. uh, now that let's use uh, Stephen Brittany." Now that okay. Steve is, uh, you know, going to be with Brittany, no one else can have a key to his house anymore because he's a taken man. So anybody oh. with a key to oh. his house, could you please <laughs> come drop it in this fishbowl? And there's grandmas that come up and, like, women <laughs> and men. You're like, just, it's great. <laughs> one of A member of the Click of Six did that and said it was epic. They gave me that idea. That but, is pretty yeah, funny. My buddy that is funny. would have been <laughs> terrible. Yeah, so if you're looking for a toast, there you go. <laughs> That great. is funny, but no, Definitely I'm going to be more fun. sentimental, a little more sentimental. Yeah. And it's Don't funny because I was, thing. I was thinking yeah. about it. Um, she met this guy, his, she works with his mom and his mom has been telling her for two years that she wanted to introduce them. She just thought they'd be good together. So, but he was overseas. He's in the army. So he was overseas. So they um, said hello on Facebook and kind of messaged each other sort of here and there. And then after last Christmas, they finally, like seven months ago, they finally met. And so obviously, I mean, and she knew immediately, but here's the funny thing. She's had a hilarious dating life. I've known her for 20 years and her dating life has been hilarious. Yeah. And I could tell a million stories about her dating life, but I'm not going to. But one thing that I always said to her when she was going through this tumultuous, you know, dating life, the single life, as I always said to her, I swear to God, boo, someday this guy's just going to fall into your lap. And within a week, you're going to be like, this is the guy I'm marrying. You're just going to know it. And that's how it worked. That's so Isn't that crazy. I love that I story. Yeah, that's great. I know. I know. And they're the people that'll be married for, for the rest of their lives. I hope it's so. Great. Yeah. Cause she's the person that everybody's always so like, too. Oh, she's so picky. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know what yeah, I mean? That's good. Well, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, I so like it'll be that. Fun. All right, let's talk uh, text question of the day. We'll do it coming up in about two hours from now, about 8.30 or so. Who from your past do you not miss and why? Who from your past oh, do you not miss and then tell us why you don't miss them? Okay, before you ask Steve to throw out his input, I need to ask Steve something. Okay. Every night before the text question of the day, Steve obviously posted on all of our social media. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you And you also discuss it with your wife. Did you discuss this with your wife? I said to my wife a quick thing because she usually asks me what uh, what the text question of the day is for the next day, and I always will usually give her uh, what it is. Then we talk about it a little bit. So last night she asked me, and I go, "I will just say that the answer to my answer to the text question of the day tomorrow is your mom." <laughs> that, that's awesome. That is great. That's what I was thinking. Your guess was there. You're, you're 
what you were going to be, what you're going to choose. Oh, man. Who yeah, did she say? For a simple reason. Oh, she, after I told her the actual question, she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd probably be my answer, too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's a real so simple, uh, simple reason why, though. It's just because she brings drama wherever she goes. And since we haven't uh, talked to her in a long time, there's been much less drama in our lives. And it's been real nice. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. Hamburger. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. All yeah. right, Fish, who from your past do you not miss? Oh, Connie, you know her. She could fit her fist in her mouth. Her name is Deidre. She stole thousands of dollars from me because she was a single oh, yeah. mom, and I felt bad. And I'm going to borrow this, and she hacked into my credit card. It was a whole that I can say all that because I won a lawsuit that said yeah. that. So it's not alleged, you know. Uh, so anyway, a uh, chick named Deidre. Uh, it you know, breaks my heart because I trusted somebody, and I feel bad for her kid that was raised by her, but what are you going to do? Don't, right. uh, don't miss her whatsoever. Whatsoever. Stole money. What a yatch. So, should I not hmm. have said that? Okay. So. No, you can say whatever you want. Okay. Your answer. Yeah, Text question of the day today. We'll do it coming up at about 8.30 or so. Who from your past do you not miss and why? This is actually a hard one for me. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, oh, I miss a lot of people, but I don't not miss them either. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't necessarily have bad feelings. People you don't see for a long time. I get you. Yeah, just but it's not like a negative feeling. Yeah. Not like, oh, thank God they're gone. But man, I got a couple X's that I'm, I'm just glad they're in the rear view. I get that. Yeah, I get that. I made that a couple one. oopsies, a couple. Let's just say a few, a few X's oopsies. for you. How about that instead of saying their names? Because I know that <laughs> some of their people. Yeah. Yeah, some of their people or some of their friends or family listen. So let's just say a few X's for you. Is that good for you, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer for me. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, all right. So good. who from your past do you not miss? And then you got to tell us why. And that is the text question of the day. But next, we're going to learn a bunch of things today. Yeah. Our text question of the day today is who from your past do you not miss? And then why? Okay, so for Steve, it's his mother-in-law. For mm -hmm. Connie, a couple of exes. And for me, it's a lady that stole some money from me that used to be my friend. So yeah. you can message in via the app. You can text. You can email at ConnieFish.com as well. This question actually made me realize that I don't hold a lot of grudges for a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I might broom people if, if you know, if the whatever. If they screw you over, the friendship's just not working or, you know whatever whatever the case there's a million reasons why people come in and out of your life over the years but i don't ever yep. hold a grudge you know yeah I actually because i was actually thinking man who do i who do i not miss and it's not so much that i i miss anybody it's just that i don't not miss them yeah so just kind of like oh there's somebody exactly from my past you know? yeah you know? couldn't agree more i actually was thinking about it yesterday and i'm like i mean she popped into my head eventually but I was kind of going, I'm like, well, do I really miss them? Or? Well, and that's a, that's a good reason. I mean, anybody yeah. who steals from you, that's going to, it's going to put a damper Hamburger. on the old friendship. <laughs> now on the right? flip though, Connie, it took Steve <laughs> 0.2 of a second to think of his <laughs> answer, <laughs> but it's one person. Oh, that's a little bit fresh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I learned time. something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? I have one that I really like that I'm going to save for uh, towards the end. But let's nice. start this way. Um, you can become a citizen of Bulgaria if you invest at least $600,000 into the country. Oh, is that all? Wow. Yeah, that's all you have to okay. do is give them six, We should all do that this G's. weekend. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Write a check. Mm -hmm. Good Lord. 
The Statue of Liberty is the tallest statue in the United States. Number two is, do you guys know the, the second tallest statue in the U.S.? Well, it's going to be a tall statue. It's not going to be Mount Rushmore then because that's a mountain. Uh, right. Uh, I don't Wow. No. I've never even heard of this one, to be honest with you. Number two is a statue of Pegasus and a dragon. It's outside a horse racing track and casino in Hallandale Beach, Florida. Oh. Wow. That okay. thing must be huge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it must be huge. Oh, God. Good Lord. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. if it's, and especially if it's the side. The Statue of Liberty is, have you ever been, it's going to sound weird, up and then inside of her where you're at the top or whatever in New York City? No. Yeah. I like think I, as a kid. I think maybe as a kid, but never as an adult. Yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never I have been no there. I have no desire. Yeah, I don't either anymore. I used to it's want like to the, when I was um, younger. What's the thing called? The Arch? In, is that Missouri? Oh, St. Louis. Yeah. In St. Oh, Louis? Yeah. yeah. I have no desire to go in that because I heard that you get in like a little car and then it's real tight in there. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, no way. No. No way. No, Even no, the big stick no, in Paris, no. you know, the Eiffel no. Tower. I did that when I was a kid because oh. my mom was from England and we all went there and whatever. Right. Uh, but as an adult, I went there with Alicia, who's afraid of heights, and I was like, Hey, do you want to go? I was trying to put on the fake face. You want to go right. up? You want to go to the top of the big stick? And she was like, right. "Is it okay if I say no?" I'm like, "Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've already done it. I'm good." Uh-huh. And Ooh. well, that's so funny because as a kid, I didn't care about any of that stuff. Yeah, never. I, would... I was never afraid of heights. I was never afraid of anything. So it's like, why it's now? The, it's the movement thing. Like when you go in a tall building and it moves just a little bit oh, man. with the wind. I'm like, even just now, it yeah. makes me want to tinkle in my underpants. <laughs> uh, Steve Orfish, but I'm guessing Steve, if anybody would know this. Do you know who uh, the astronomer was who came up with the, the Big Bang Theory? Oh. Do you know his name or anything um, about him? Uh, I, I know the story about how they kind of found it. They built a radio telescope, and then they kept hearing this background noise. They couldn't figure out what it was, and it was the background noise from the the Big Bang. But I don't know the name of the astronomer. I believe he was his actually name is, what is it? Harold J. Buttfeller? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, okay. sadly, it is not. <laughs> Darn it! Darn it! Uh, the, the the astronomer who came up with the Big Bang theory. He was also a Catholic priest, Monsignor oh. George Lemaitre. Lamater, uh, the Lamater, like the Lamater theory, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he had the theory of it, and it got proved by the fact when mm-hmm. they built their radio telescope, and they heard that noise. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Yeah, he was a priest. <laughs> nice try, Steve. You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a German word specifically for the weight you gain from overeating when you're depressed, and the word is Kummerspeck. And it lit- it's a German word, Kummerspeck, and it literally translates to grief bacon. Oh, <laughs> grief bacon. Is this the one you held on to? Because no. that's awesome. <laughs> Wait, yeah. is it grief bacon or bacon? Yes, bacon, like a pig. <laughs> bacon. That is awesome. Yeah. What's it It's called? a German word. That's the German word for the weight gain, the weight that you gain when you overeat if you're depressed. The word is Kummerspeck in German. And it literally translates to, to English to grief bacon. <laughs> the, oh, there was man. a person who wrote in uh, for our text question day on Friday, which was uh, which two words best describe you and why, who said his two words were loneliness and over bacon. 
because uh, he was compensating for his loneliness from quarantine uh, by eating a bunch of bacon. So he, this is the perfect word for he it. He was experiencing cummer spec. Yeah. Yes. He had the cummer spec, the over bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Poor dude had the cummer spec. Oh, uh, man, that's amazing. I love okay, it. Okay, this is the one that I, I was kind of hanging on to for a minute. The head football coach at U of M from 1897. That's 18, not 19. 1897 wow. to 1899 quit being the head coach of U of M football uh, to prospect for gold in Alaska. Man, and he actually was super successful at it and he struck it rich in 1908. And his name was Gustav Herbert. So oh, he Herbert. did not oh, have Gustav. the cummer bacon or the cummer spec or whatever it was. Cummer spec. No, 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 no. But can you imagine him though with his crew of people that he probably had Looking for gold, motivating him. He's a football coach. It'd be great. Come on. Yeah, maybe. Pick up, pick up the axe. <laughs> swing it, swing it, swing it. Old Gustav. Uh, back in 1890, 130 years ago today, was the first time that the electric chair was ever used. <laughs> it was in a prison in Auburn, New York, and an axe murderer named William Kemmler uh, was killed for killing his girlfriend. Ugh. So, and, and, the electric chair kind of famous for this and in the first time they used it the, the first attempt was botched so they had to they had to zap him twice ah, that's ah. i know ah. awful right yeah the whole I'm story's awful about but cummer spec yeah. though I, I can't stop thinking about that that is the coolest i'm gonna grief bacon grief bacon <laughs> is cummer what spec. it is again. i gotta write cummer spec grief bacon so you know fish fish is really um enthralled by holly weird so you know how you can, you're not allowed to sell Oscars. You're not I didn't, supposed to. But I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to. So, 28 years ago in '92, there was a veteran actor. His name is Harold Russell, and he had won an Oscar in 1947 for the best years of our lives. It was a movie. Oh yeah. Uh, he sold it. It was the first Oscar ever sold. So Harold had lost both of his hands during World War II. He was showing troops how to use explosives, and one went off, and he lost his hands. And then uh, life goes on, and his wife um, needed, as they got older, she needed eye surgery, so he decided to sell it. Now, it cost the Academy $500 to make an Oscar back then, and he sold it for over $60,000. Wow. Yeah. That's To have a real Oscar, too. Yeah. So what they're supposed to do now, if you have an Oscar, let's say, let's say you're the great, great, great grandchild of somebody who won an Oscar and you have it and you don't want it anymore. You're not supposed to sell it to anybody. You're supposed to call the Academy and say, hey, do you want this Oscar back? I'll sell it to you for one dollar. You're supposed Uh, to offer it for one dollar. Nope. And of course they would take it back. But, you know. Yeah. People, you're not supposed to sell them. Yeah. Right. I, I would never sell, like, if my great-great-grandfather or whatever had an Oscar and it was Pat, I would never sell that. That would be the coolest heirloom. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, but the thing is, life happens. If all of a sudden yeah. you're in a position where you don't have the money and the love of your life needs eye surgery, I totally True get that. it. You do what True you got to do. Um, 22 years ago today, Monica Lewinsky spent eight and a half hours testifying before a grand jury about President Bill. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. so many things I could say right now, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just wrap it up with this. Five years ago today, Hamilton opened on Broadway. So I've been oh, five years. I feel like I've been hearing about Hamilton for 30. But it's only I know a lot of people love Hamilton and they watch it on Disney Plus. If you've oh, never yeah. seen it now live and all that jazz, I just couldn't. 
Alicia and I were thinking about it, so we watched the promo for it. Yeah. I was like, it's just not my gig. Just not my gig. I know that I'm kind of famous for being in South Pacific when I was a sophomore in high school, but <laughs> I wasn't so. able to back, even though Jennifer Stute wouldn't kiss me, but we don't need to talk about that right. again. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know why she would. I mean, she really ruined the chemistry of the lit role, but that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. anyway, as I move on, I will say <laughs> that, uh, and she, then she didn't even kiss me when I played Allie Hackam in Ho- Oklahoma, but don't even Aww. get me started. Yeah, I even co-directed, so I tried to co-direct her mouth to my mouth. Actually, yeah, but yeah, yeah that's uh, that's Hamilton. Still not my gig, not my gig. <laughs> but a lot of people like it. I know. I get. Um, you know how I don't see like kids' movies, like cartoons. Like I've never seen Toy Story, and yeah. Fish sat me down and made me watch. Uh, what's the Dora? One? Not Dora. Um, the one with the fish. <laughs> with Ellen. Oh, Nemo. Oh, Finding Nemo. Fish yeah. made me watch Finding Nemo, and it was super cute. And but like that and up, those are like the only two that I can think of in in 20 years that I've watched. I don't watch a lot of stuff like that. But that so I whenever that comes up when I'm with people, they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you've never seen Toy Story. This just came up a few weeks ago. And yep. then uh, um, Hamilton now is the same thing. You haven't seen Hamilton. Oh, I don't even like plays. And I loved Hamilton. Maybe blah, we blah, should blah. watch it. I don't know. I, I, I do believe I installed Disney Plus on your TV. So if you get bored, there you go. Yeah, it's been right? Three it hours. Is. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's why I would never watch it. Yeah. Teresa messaged in and said, Fish, I agree. Hamilton sucked. Wasn't her bag. So there you go. Oh. So yeah, see, four, not everything's for everybody, right? Hamburger. That's Hamburger. What I'm All right, I we agree. got some totes trending coming up next. We got the text question of the day coming up around 8.30 or so. Who from your past do you not miss? And then tell us why. All right, uh, you messaging. By the way, when you message in via the app or text or email, know that you're always anonymous. Don't worry. If you throw a name in there, we're going to assume you changed it for the safety of others, and we'll say the name. But we are going to leave right. you anonymous. Steve, uh, his was his mother-in-law. Connie had a couple exes. I had a lady that stole money from me years ago that was a friend. So you can send yours in, and then uh, we'll do that one in a little, about an hour and a half. Coming up at about 8.30. Who from your past do you not miss? And then make sure that you tell us. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Can we please, brothers and sisters, have a brief conversation about a good eight-year-old kid named Grayson Winfield? Yes. Yeah. What a wonderful name, Grayson Winfield. That is a great name. I do like that. name is Grayson Winfield. Yes. (laughs) Uh, He's eight years old. And he's been helping first responders, veterans, and single moms during this whole pandemic by doing okay. yard work for free. Aww. That doesn't matter how old you are, and doesn't matter how you are, you can still do stuff the way that other people do. People need services when other people won't do it. Because it's the right thing to do when people are in need. How great is this kid? Like, talk He's about adorable. it. I would be so proud if that kid was my kid. Uh, it's awesome. And it's cool no because kidding. you go from an eight-year-old dude to, uh, let's talk about the who, not the band, the World Health Organization. They're basically now <laughs> the begging. Band. Yeah, from the, from the uh, 70s. Uh-huh. They're basically begging right now, the who, the World Health Organization, begging okay. people to stop partying during the pandemic. Kind of like this. We can invite all our friends and have soda and pie. Yeah. <laughs> I hope no bad people show up. You gotta fight for your right to work. All right. I got an example for you of what some people are doing, and it's not in the United like, States. Sturgis? 
Uh, like Sturgis is a great example that's yeah. coming up next week or going they're on. Saying, like, they're expecting right like a quarter million people. Oh, it's going to be insane. Uh, let's go to Switzerland right now. Okay, this okay. is uh, All right. basically what's happening right now in Switzerland, and this is a great example. People are not uh, younger people, as in they're, you know, let's say 18 to 27, uh, 18 to 25, are not wanting to disclose the details of their friends' names to contact tracers. They're having a hard time in Switzerland. It's tough, but what they said is it's tough, but it's what's needed to stop the virus. Swiss newspapers actually said that in one nightclub in Zurich, uh, where cases emerged from, a lot of partygoers had given the fake name, including one uh, who said he was Donald Duck. So <laughs> clearly he wasn't Donald Duck. Oh my God, Lord. And they're looking for the dude and they, you know, obviously they can't find him. So they're saying, hey, please, if you could not party, we would appreciate it. Where you, that's in Switzerland, but Connie, hype, you know, cut over to Los Angeles. Uh, the mayor of Los Angeles announced that he has authorized the cutting off of power and water supply to any properties where large parties are being held. So, like, uh, basically what's going on here. Sorry about that. There we go. What was that? In the hills. <laughs> that is why tonight I am authorizing the city to shut off Los Angeles Department of Water and Power Service in the egregious cases in which houses, businesses, and other venues are hosting unpermitted large gatherings. Now, I think this is a brilliant idea, Connie. So what happens is this. You're having a huge party at your house. Mm -hmm. Your neighbors report it. The police go check it out. Yeah. And then they, they shut off your power and they shut off your water, which in theory should stop the party. You would think. You would think, you yeah. know, uh, because what's going on in L.A., for example, where, you know, uh, we all know that California is not having a really good time with COVID, mm -hmm. specifically right. L.A. Right. So what's going on there is people are coming over and saying, look, you got to stop partying. You got to This is you know, pandemic, blah, blah, blah. And people are going, nope, nope, just ticket me. We'll pay the ticket. We have wow. a giant multi-million dollar mansion. Just go ahead and ticket me. We'll pay it. Wow. And then what are you going to do? Yeah. So they're going to shut off power and water. It's gotten that bad. It's really sad. I wonder when they will turn them back on. Then, Like, do they wait 24 hours? Do you have to go pay a fine and then they turn right. it back on? I mean, I wonder how the logistics of it all works. Logistically, I would think that it would be, I, I think what you just said, what about the fine would be the best way to do it. Like, if I were the mayor, that's yeah. what I would do. I'd be like, and as soon as and you and make pay it your like five thousand dollar fine. Yeah. Well, it's oh, Hollywood, yeah. so you know, fifty. Yeah, <laughs> fifty thousand dollar fine and a reoccurring role in NCIS, and then you can have your power back. Okay, man. Yeah, <laughs> reoccurring role in NCIS. <laughs> I don't know. Punishment. <laughs> that's, no, that's what we I mean, you have to give the city. You got to go to die. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, like, oh no, yeah. anything but NCIS. You have to be alone in a room with everybody Mark out. I don't. Want yeah. it. I know, right? I do not want to be the body on NCIS. No oh, kidding. Nah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about booze. Uh, right. Let's talk about. Whiskey, vodka, tequila, rum, scotch. What are you guys into? Fish, I know. Oh, you're, well, you're kind of a whiskey guy, too. Yeah, hmm. I'm a rum. Whiskey and rum, really, for you, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yes. Okay. Steve, yeah, if you're drinking, if you're drinking actual liquor, what are you drinking? Usually whiskey, usually uh, Crown Royal or Jack Daniels, specifically. Okay, well, whiskey drinkers get arrested more than any other drinkers. All right, really? there you go. That's good. Yeah. More fun. Um, rum, actually, fish is in second place, and tequila is third. 
Really? Look at you two. Summon up the top three between the two of you. I thought I would have thought tequila would have been ahead of rum on that, to be yeah, honest. So, okay, so uh, supposedly vodka drinkers are more likely to get naked in public. Hello. <laughs> A third of people who've gone streaking said that they were drinking vodka when it happened. Would right. you be, you're not really a drinker of the booze, Connie, but if you were a booze no. drinker, would it be a rum, like a, like a yes. Malibu type rum? Okay. Yes. So yes. Getting arrested, not or drinking. even, um, I do have some, some flavored vodkas behind the bar, yep. you know, that I add with like, oh, yeah. I seem to make the same drink all the time. Just a different flavored vodka with a little splash of OJ and some diet seven up. That's yummy. And I put it in a giant glass so you can't even taste the booze. Cause, it's called a screw yeah. up, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, yeah. Right. So vodka drinkers are, okay, so whiskey drinkers get arrested the most. Um, rum drinkers are in second place as far as getting arrested. Tequila's third. Vodka drinkers are most likely to get naked in public. You're most likely to get a tattoo after drinking vodka. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can see and that. And then um, rum was next as far as getting tats go. You're most likely to set something on fire while drinking tequila. And over a third of people who've started a fire while they were drunk said tequila was the culprit. And tequila is also the worst for hangover hangovers out of all the booze. Followed by, so it goes tequila is the worst for hangovers, vodka, whiskey, rum, and gin. Oh, gin is uh, naughty. Yeah, I'm not a And, uh, and tequila drinker, drinkers but... black out the most. They black out about four times a year. Any gin drinkers that I know, whenever they get the uh, the gin in them, they get very naughty. Like, I mean, not, you know, like, just create, like, naked on a bar or something like that, or just dancing too much or partying too much, feeling hurt. I had one day. gin and tonic in my life that I thought was amazing, because it it wasn't too, because gin to me tastes like, I'm, I might as well be sitting outside chewing on a Christmas tree, and, <laughs> so, but I had one, and it was in California, it was mixed perfectly, just the right amount of lime in there, and the right amount of gin and whatever else they, you know, whatever else. And it was so good. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be a gin and tonic drinker. And then everyone, I probably had 20 of them after that, not that night. But at different events and stuff, thinking, okay, I'll give this place a try. Nope, never had one since that I liked. Uh, all way too ginny. Man, I thought Which you were most people you, would like. I thought you were going to say you woke up half naked on the Hollywood sign or something cool like that. Like, I had one gin and tonic, and the next thing I know, I'm half naked on the Hollywood <laughs> sign. Like, wow. No, but there is a picture of me uh, by a pole with my butt real close to it. There you go. Uh, Dan I has it in, it, in his bedroom. I was, uh, Wait, I actually, yeah, he does. And I actually was with you. I Didn't I take that photo? For science reasons. <laughs> no, you weren't with me. I was with a girlfriend. Oh. You were not with me. Oh, I thought that was the one in Mexico when you were dancing in the club. No, and this like, was the in, color uh... of your shoes was in your foot or whatever. No, this was in Santa Barbara. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> okay. I thought that was, uh, uh, I, I remember when we were dancing in Mexico and stuff. This was also the same time frame, though, Fish. So you're oh, thinking gotcha. right time frame. Yeah. 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 I have seen that photo in Dan's room. And that is a wonderful <laughs> shot. And it was, that's why I thought I took it. Because I don't know if you guys know this. I was the photo uh, editor for the award-winning photo editor for my yearbook newspaper. And, you know, what? That. You never so that. I just figured was, whoever took that has a wonderful eye so humble. for photography. The best was when, um, I can't remember if it was this house. Because my dad was only at this house one time before he died. Because we've been here six years and he died over four years ago now. So he was only here one time because he was real sick at that point. So I don't remember if it was this house or the last place that Dan and I had, the condo in Milwaukee. Um, 
but I, seeing my dad walking around, looking at the house, whatever house it was, because it was our new house, watching my dad walk around and then walk into the room and then see that picture, I was like, uh, oh, that's great. Could we have not put that in a drawer for this little day? Mary, what did we do with her? What did we do with her? Why does your dad sound like Hank? Son of a V, Mary. What did we do? I don't know. Oh. She's dancing on the, the pole, Mary. She's dancing to this song, Mary. BT dubs, Connie. Uh, yeah. Somebody messaged in and uh, wants you to watch the movie Shark Tale. That is a funny kids movie. Every time you say you have only seen two cartoon movies. We get this. And I, I would put Shark Tale in the top 10 for you to watch. I think that would be a good one. I don't just even, yeah. Heads up. Yeah, just sure. Add it to the list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's so many. Like, I'm never I'm never going to watch all these movies. Mm-mm-mm. No. It yeah, takes a lot else. to get me to watch one a little kid movie. You know? Somebody else did suggest that you're already, since you already invested the time into Finding Nemo, you should watch Dora, the spinoff. So that's another good one. That's another one as well. But we can, I mean, I could tell you all night long, all these movies, but we're good. So there Speaking you go. of animals, can we talk about a bear? Have sure. you guys seen a lot of bears lately? Or is this just because I'm in some new camping groups? Probably. Groups. Bears. I've heard a lot of bear stories, like the bear that broke into the dude's house and the bear with the car. So I, I've heard more stories lately. But I've seen a lot a of lot. pictures of bears. Cause like I'm in this, uh, in this, this nature group and, they post pictures, all things, all over the state, you know? And um, a lot of bears are getting posted. And a lot of bears that are standing up. And, like, when they're standing up, their little legs are really short. And then their bodies are super long. Like yeah, it looks like one of our some... old coworkers. <laughs> so people post them a lot. They get pictures. They get a lot of their stuff from their trail cams, like in their homes up north and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and yeah, these yeah. bears will be like, oh, yeah, that's an eight-foot bear because it's standing next to, like, and, and they're in their backyard. They're, like, in their backyard. One no of them, way. the bears stole the uh, the bird feeder. They're like, this is a before picture when my bird feeder was there. Here's an after picture after the bear was walking away with it. <laughs> I mean, there's no, I'm not saying, that's the thing. I, 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 I have no desire really to live in a bear area. Like, I, I do would love to, I love nature and all that. A bear, yeah. The barrier, yeah, yes, that's what their habitats are called. Barriers. the barrier, barriers. <laughs> I kind of like think so. I do. I kind of think really? I would like to live there. Yes, like you, you and I lived in Jackson, Mississippi, doing our show many, many years ago, and you're you were concerned about alligators. What about a bear coming over and stealing your patio furniture? What about it? I mean, wouldn't that freak you out a little bit? Um, probably. But if you're living there, you'd probably be used to it. But like, yeah, that's true. I think alligators are gross. Oh, uh, I see. I think they're okay. gross. I think bears are beautiful. Yeah. Even though I know they can open sliders sometimes and, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. You got to make sure your food's all packed away. And you know what I mean? I understand all that. But I it, I don't know. I think, I, yeah, I could, I'd way a million times rather live in a barrier than an alligatoria. I'm telling alligator. I'm telling you, Steve. I guarantee you, if Connie and I, if all three of us moved the show to somewhere where there were a lot of bear, within Mm -hmm. two years, she would. We'd be like, "What'd you do last night?" She's like, "Oh, the bear that's right near my house came over, sat Mm -hmm. on my patio furniture, and I had a you know a glass of wine and just kind of shot the bull with him. It was great. I mean, it'd be something weird. Like she would somehow train a bear and they'd become friends. She's weird nature that way. She really is. (laughs) I'm kind of like Snow White, Steve. 
You yeah, are. She is. Exactly. She's a little as bit pure as the unridden snow. Yeah. I've so heard the National Park Service put up a Facebook post yesterday and reminded people um, not to push. Here's a quote. Please, please don't push your slow friends down in attempts of saving yourself. For please example, don't push your slower friends down in attempts of saving yourself. So, for example, like running, you mean like I'm slower runner probably yes. than you. Yeah. Please don't. Right. So that leads me to believe that somebody actually did that. And that's why they thought they needed to post that on Facebook. Yeah. Can, can you imagine? That. No. <laughs> somebody pushes you down in front of the first off. You're not supposed to run, right? I think you're, yeah, you're supposed to freeze and do uh, it. You're not I, supposed I to know. run. You're supposed to make yourself really big, aren't you? Like, you're not no, supposed you to make, run. You're not I supposed to climb a tree. Um, what you're supposed to do is stay calm. If you see a bear, you stay calm. You slowly inch away and you walk sideways, but you do that while you're keeping eye contact with the bear. They find all Ah. that non-threatening. So, yeah, you can stand up big, straight, and tall, but just walk away sideways. Do it very slowly, super slowly. Don't run. Don't climb a tree. They can climb trees. Think about how many bears we've seen had to get tranquilized because they were in a tree. Well, yeah, they got to get the honey, the the bees. The honey, right. Who is in the honey. tree? You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. You see, I I did know the eye contact thing. I didn't know the slowly slide uh, away to the the side or whatever. I didn't yeah, know walk that. Walk sideways. Move slowly away. And I see, that's funny because I did not know the eye contact thing. I would have thought it was the opposite. Don't make eye contact. See, with me, with my luck, I would be in front of a bear. I would forget the slowly side, you know, like skip away to the side <laughs> thing. Or, you know, Not inch skip. away to the side. Yeah, skip. <laughs> <laughs> Moonwalk to your side <laughs> while making eye contact. And I'd be making eye contact with this bear, and the bear would be looking at me thinking, all right, I'm going to give this dude some time to slide away. Why is he still looking at me? He's not sliding. All right, I'm eating him. That would be my luck. That would be my luck totally. I we got... We got Bill on the line right now who has a story from just a couple of week ago, weeks ago where his family <gasps> encountered a bear in the Smoky Mountains. Bill! Oh, wow. What Bill. a cool story. Okay, so is this a cool story or is this a scary story, Bill? Yeah. I, I, hey, guys. Morning. Yeah, I got a story. Morning. About two weeks ago, um, my wife and I and our two sons, we uh, went to the Smoky Mountains to do some... Um, Oh, oh no. man, we're losing him. No, we're losing you, Bill. Two weeks ago, your wife and you went to the Smoky Mountains to do what, Bill? With your two sons to do something. Oh, I think we lost him. No, oh. Bill. Bill. Oh, let's try and get Bill back. You want to try, try and get him back? Try and call us back if you can, if you get to a better, better area. Yeah, maybe yeah. we could talk Aww. to him. Did he tell you the story, it. Steve, or no? No, I tried to just get him on really quick, so I just he just uh, gave me the summary of Bear Smoky Mountains family. I'm like, perfect, uh, you're on the air. Like, that's, that's the perfect, perfect teaser. Place. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we got to come back with it. All right, we we'll try it. and get We're Bill back on next. <laughs> uh, who from your past do you not miss? And then tell us why. That's text question of the day. We'll do that in about an hour or so. We did not get Bill back on the phone for Bear Talk, no. which makes me very sad. Yeah. Bear uh, Bill, Talk. Yeah. He said he was, he was last week, he took the fam to the Smoky Mountains, and then there was a bear story coming, and then bad signal, and we lost him. Boom, ah. and then there he was gone. But no more Bill. But we no did get a bunch Bill. of messages. Uh, we got a bunch of messages via the app and some texts as well. I wanted to share a couple with you. Yeah. One person said, if you have bear spray, always keep it easily accessible. And when hiking... Uh, put a bell on your bag. You never want to surprise a bear. So kind of give them a heads up that you're coming. Smart. Right? Yeah, absolutely smart. 
somebody else said I was running with one of my friends and we saw a snake and she pushed me down and ran <gasps> away. LOL. So it does happen. Do you? Well, stay that's what this whole that conversation. Person? That's what this whole conversation started as. The National Park Service posted on their Facebook page yesterday. Please don't push. This is a quote. Please don't push your slower friends down in attempts of saving yourself. Yeah. When you see a bear, because that's what they were talking about was bear encounters. That's don't push good. your slower friends down. Like, I mean, I guess it's fight or flight. Yeah, I know, but still not cool. Don't push your friends down. <laughs> I think we would all hope that we wouldn't do that. But if you're trying to save your life, I guess maybe you don't know what you would do. Yeah, I, guess, no. I mean, it's your, your no. instinct to push right. your friend down so the snake attacks them instead of you. Right. I mean, that's uh, also probably. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I'd rather 10 bears be surrounding me than one snake. <laughs> we got Bill back on the phone right now, Connie. What? And uh, I, I think he's going to be able to share his bear story with us, which is awesome. All right. Smoky Mountains last week, wife and two sons. Go, Bill. Hi. <laughs> yeah morning sorry about that morning. so yeah no, so, um we were we were uh in a log home up in the smoky mountains and awesome. um we were there for about three hours and then my 17 year old son um needed to get something out of the car so yeah. he walked out the front door but he had his head down because he was looking at his phone mm-hmm. and uh... looked up and literally eight feet from him was a black bear eye contact my son turned around ran in the house and said omg i s you not there's a black bear standing in the driveway so by the time we got out there he had already meandered towards us along the side of the house we ran out to the back deck and we videotaped him and pictured him as he just kind of meandered through the backyard and in through the woods but so yeah, I, it, was, it was pretty wow. cool. Bill, I got that some notes cool. from. Uh, I got a note here from Steve. Did your son actually try to put a saddle on the bear and ride it around the woods? Is that true? <laughs> that is true. That is yeah. true. <laughs> that is true. Um, but, yeah, he just wasn't quick enough to lassoing. Yeah. yeah so, don't, wait. Don't so, Bill, how long were you guys there? Were you there for a whole week? Yeah, we were there for a week. Like I say, we did some hiking through the Appalachian Trails. We did uh, oh, some whitewater awesome. rafting. Oh, um, awesome. Did you see through the mountains? Yeah. That's great. Did you see any more bear or just that one? Uh, actually, my wife and I, we did, we did. We were sitting out by the pool and uh, we saw a mom bear and three cubs, but they were off in the distance. And then oh, we wow. also saw them out. Wow. That's Dude, awesome. That what That's a great vacation. That sounds like yeah. a great vacation. Might yeah, party with Bill. So love the show, guys. Um, have a great day, and, and we'll talk Thanks, to you. Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate Next the call. Next time we talk to you, I'll ask you what you're wearing just because they gave equal time. But what a cool dude. Okay. <laughs> so we were talking about bears and whatnot. I got a goat story for you. That's okay. uh, just a, a little quick hit, Connie, if you don't mind here, real quick. A goat story. Absolutely. A goat story. Okay, uh, you know so. I love a good goat story. Well, this is about Netflix. Okay. 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 So, just speaking of animals, recently a Netflix executive said that instead of the to dumb sound over their logo, they right. uh, actually almost did something different than what they had. You know how you sign on to your Netflix account and you hear, yeah. Yep, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Essentially, when you signed on to because they wanted it to be people to talk about it and want Netflix or whatever. They actually mm-hmm. originally were, this is no joke, we're originally going to do this. <laughs> that really <laughs> was going to be a bleat. 
Yeah. A goat bleat. He thought the goat was, fun, quote, fun and quirky. <laughs> and it, so it would have been like. They need to tighten it up a little bit. Yeah, know, it is right? a little loose. It's a little yeah, loose. It's a little but loose. But I think that's the point. It kind of throws you off. Like, I don't know why they don't just kind of insert random animals into that anyway. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> well, like that's like bear. the law and order thing. So many people have. Dun, dun, and that is like uh, that noise was made from like 15 or 20 different things. Just random things like popping a can open and blah, 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 blah. Like all these weird random things hitting the top of a um, um, like a like a bag of pasta or something like they had all yeah. these random things that they just did at the same time. And that made the law and order noise. Yeah. Like How Bill had just that? called in, Bill had just yeah. called in a couple minutes ago. Didn't want to brag, but actually the new uh, Amazon prime has been doing some changes where you have accounts now where it's not just sign in. You'd have like mm-hmm. a, a Connie account and a fish account. If you have Amazon prime for the videos, mm-hmm. they're actually going to do a noise as well. And part and Bill's actually in charge of that noise. And part of it is his son riding a bear on a, with a saddle and everything. So that was yeah, probably why they were so in the Rocky. Weird. They actually could write that trip weird off. Dude, fish. Yeah, it's a true story about Bill. He just didn't want to brag. Uh, Bill's a dude that way. I think his vacation sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah, though. it sounded pretty cool. I, I would love that. I would Zip love line, to go I've on. always wanted to go whitewater rafting someplace like that. So are you implying like that. that you would like to go spend a week in the Rocky Mountains in a cabin with Bill? Or just... Fish, you mean, shut up. Bill? I th- shut I'm up. just asking. I'm, I'm just wondering if... You're asking a dumb, dumb question. Am I just shut your mouth? Am I am I asking a dumb question or am I providing a solid? No, answer? you're asking a very dumb question, but it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, dumb question. He got a lot of stuff done in a week. <laughs> Good God, he did. All right, we have a rando texto <laughs> okay. coming up next, though, and it's about a guy who I kind of just want to hug him because uh-huh. I feel bad for him. Do you though? <laughs> really? Okay. I think I do. <laughs> I think I feel bad for him. Okay, we'll tell you what Bal about it next. Uh, about eight thirty, we're gonna do the text question of the day. Who from your past do you not miss? Yeah, I was just who from uh, your past do you not miss? And then I was just why. organizing some of these answers, and there's some great ones. We'll post them all online later. But you are always anonymous. You can send them email at conniefish.com, and you know, as Connie says, all the ways you can do it. I like that when you say that on the app, on the email. Via text. She's breaking it down like Bozo the Clown for you right now. I mean, come on. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I want to talk about this rando text, though, because this guy, I think I feel like I need to. I'm not sure. Oh, boy. Here we go. Rando text, though, message via Apo. This is one of those, uh, as your buddy, your pal, your chum, uh, that I read. And I know the answer, but I also know that unfortunately for me, uh, my friend of 25 years is probably (laughs) going to bust my man parts right now. So, all right, here we go. Hmm, Yeah. I don't know. Dude dude messaged in. He said, look, guys, uh, my ex-girlfriend just tested positive for COVID. And for her, I am sorry. That sucks. Here we go. I'm still in love with her. And I'm thinking about taking a leave of work to take care of her. So this guy does not have it. Ex-girlfriend. My friends and family think I'm crazy because she dumped me a month ago. And when Mm -hmm. she dumped me, she wanted nothing to do with me. Guys, I still love her. I think uh, to show her what I'm willing to do to take care of her will reignite our relationship. They think I'm crazy for risking my health, but I'm in love with her and I want to show her I'm going to do anything for her. I'm curious to know what the click of six thinks I should do 
right now. All right. Man. So but four I read little this. weeks ago, she dumped him and said she wanted nothing to do with him. Yeah. And now four she's got it. Four little baby weeks ago. She's riding solo like Nelly back in the day. And she she just, he wants to help her out. He wants to take a leave from work and he's walk, in love with her. Into, walk right into COVID. I'll say this. He's mm. younger. Like younger, I mean, late 20s. 20s. Yeah. But, but we're definitely not saying his name. And there you go. What do you, should we start with Steve on this, Connie? Sure. Let's I'm start with go Steve. Ahead and I'm going to say, don't do it. It's not, you, you can't do anything for her that uh like if she needed actual medical help she would go to the hospital and she would get help that way otherwise i mean you can't really do anything other than like bring her soup and stuff and what if for whatever reason you would have a really bad reaction to the disease and you catch it from her and it kills you or you give it to one of your family and it makes them really sick like it just seems like a horrible idea send her some flowers that being, said, that being said, that being said, when Steve and Brittany, before they were married, uh, Brittany needed a little bit of a break, uh-huh. and Steve would take her pizzas every day. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, but she wasn't Steve, diseased. About, I know. Well, yeah. But I, I don't I'm care. A, I don't believe for one minute, Steve, you wouldn't have been there to help her out. I think you yeah. would have done anything for that woman, anything to get her back. I really do. I, and I, I, would I know not, you can't. I, I mean, I would have brought stuff to her doorstep, probably. I wouldn't have gone inside. I wouldn't have risked my health. No. I, I wouldn't disagree have done with it. you. <laughs> I disagree well, with you. I mean, so it's I mean, my I, opinion about myself, so I'll go with I'm I know, not what but, I'm thinking. I know. I know. But I disagree with you because you almost stalked her. Like, and we kind of make jokes about it, but you were so in love with her, and she was, like, kind of just doing her own thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm torn because I just watched The Notebook the other day. Oh, and God. <laughs> And she, um, they're kind of like Brittany and Steve. Like, she was kind of off doing her own thing, and she moved on with her life, and he could not get over her. Like, for for eight years, like, he never literally got over her. And he had to sit her down and scream at her. And granted, nobody was diseased in the notebook. Yeah, yeah. Um, But they really were true love, right? They were each other's true love. So, now they're about to have the second kid. So Steve clearly, like always in his head, was right. But saying the fact that she said to him, I want nothing to do with you four weeks ago, that's, that's the part tough. that makes me say, don't do it. And that's where you I want to hug him because he's in love with her, but I don't think she's in love with him. He wants to make the big, you know, the big jump. And Connie's uh, quoted the no- notebook. So here you go, Connie. So it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really yeah. hard. And we're going to have to work at this every day, but I want to do that because I want you. Like, that could be Steve back in the day well, that, with Brittany. It was me. It yeah. could be. Yeah. A non-diseased they, they my quote and used it in the Steve movie and the book. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the part, that's the what he said that put her over the edge, and she ended up with him. Here's my thing with this, okay? Because I know that you're about to have a little fun with me. But again, we got this uh, message, a rando texto from a brother in pain, ex-girlfriend tested, positive for COVID. She's mm-hmm. to the degree of COVID where she's in... Her place quarantined, not a hospital. Friends and family think he's crazy. When she dumped him, like Connie said, she said she wanted nothing to do with him. He still loves her. He thinks this will be the big thing that will reignite the relationship. He wants to take a couple weeks off of work and go walk right into COVID. So it's a little cocky, too, by the way, because like Steve said, I mean, you you could have a, or Connie said, you could have a 
really bad reaction to this and it could be where she might be okay in the long run you could die see so, and i don't hear it as cocky at all i don't hear it as cocky at all i hear it as pure he's purely in love with her he's being guided he to, by love I, I i really do i don't hear it i don't hear anything cocky in it isn't that funny see, we all hear things differently i don't hear any cocky in that see, i think it's I just think he loves her if this were me and i think about me back in the day and i could see me doing this without a doubt without mm-hmm. a shadow of a doubt the only thing that would pause me from opening the door to her apartment and not messaging her and saying, Hey, I got you some really good soup or I made you this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I did something sweet right. that way. Like Steve was saying, drop things off at the door. You made the only it. Thing That's cute. That, yeah, I would make it. I'd have it. Yeah. In there by, yeah. Well, I got you say soup. you made it and picked it up. I got you soup. Right. Yeah. I got you soup and I put it in this old Panera bread container. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that being said, the only thing that would stop me from actually opening that door, and I say this to the guy because I know he's listening right now. The only thing that would stop me from opening that door is that she said she wanted nothing to do with you. Agreed. Like that's a big, that's a slam, dude. That's like, a big statement. That's yep. a big mm-hmm. slam. I, I the, yeah, and he's curious to know about what the click of six thinks. Uh, uh, you know, uh, one person said, uh, you know, are you bleeping crazy? What are you doing? This is a serious thing. And somebody else has already messaged in and said, as long as he's careful when he's in her apartment, he could be okay. I'd take right. the gamble. So we've already gotten a couple that are like one way or a couple yes. the other way. Well, it's also wow. assuming she lets him in in the first place. She will. Right. Well, I wondered if, I mean, if she, does she even know about this plan? Like, has he talked to That's her and true. said, That's I would true. like to come hang? Because he didn't see, he didn't address that at all in his email. Um, but did he say like, hey, Susie, how would you like me to come take care of you? You know, he's yeah. like, I made copies of her key and I told her I gave them back, but secretly I still have one. So I'm just going to walk right in, which is creepy. Let's assume. <laughs> yeah. Steve's creepy. like, no, it's not. It's love. No, it's, it's perfectly uh, fine. Yeah. But let's assume that he, that she is aware and she has signed off on it. She has said, I would love that. I yes, would love for you to yes, come Yes. Cause nobody else wants to come take care of her. I say yeah. no. And, and the reason I'm saying no is not because of the disease or the virus necessarily. Um, it's because of the way she ended things with him. I want nothing to do with you. Oh, but I'm sick now. Now can you take care of me? No. No, I actually yeah. can't. And it's only been four weeks, so he's still hurt and still feels like he really loves her, and maybe he really does love her, but unfortunately, life isn't fair. And yeah. those who love you, you love, don't necessarily always love you back. And the minute she's better, she's going to be gone again, in my opinion. In now, my opinion, that's how I Would you, in this situation, Connie, be a nice human and drop something off at the door? Like Steve's idea of like just drop Maybe. off some soup? Or would probably you not. Fresh from if you don't want anything to do with me, then you don't want anything to do with my soup. So probably not. Yeah, don't, no. you don't get my soup. No, you probably know? not. And Connie would make it homemade for real, not unlike the homemade soup I made at Panera Bread. No, those are strong words. Like you got to think about what you say to people when you say stuff. Saying, I don't mm. want anything to do with you ever again. That's That's a big statement. That's Brother. not just like, this isn't working and I'm sick and tired of fighting with you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's, no, you're that's right. a big statement. Uh, Brother in Pain messaged and said, it's a trap. Don't do it, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like, I'm assuming this girl's all positive for, yes, I would love that. You know, we are. I'm not okay. seeing anyone. Come on over. So they were dating. She broke up with him four weeks ago, four weeks ago, one month ago, and said, I don't want anything to do with you. Uh, he feels like he's still in love with her. He says he's still in love with her. She now has coronavirus and 
he wants to take a leave of absence from work to go take care of her at her home uh, while she's sick with coronavirus. And but she's able to stay at home. She's not in a hospital. We know that she's able to stay at home. And he's wondering what you think. So Uh, and so are we. Sister with a brain said this is ignorant. Uh, Like I'm assuming that he's ignorant. She just wrote ignorant. Uh, Another sister with a brain said, "Um, no, just no. Yeah. Uh, some other people have uh, messaged in via the app as well. Dude should move on. So what if it reignites the relationship? It fizzled out before. What makes him think it won't again? She mm-hmm. wants nothing to do with you. So leave it be. That was from yeah, Muffin absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Uh, somebody else said that uh, question is, why did she dump him? Was it because now this is interesting. Was okay. it because he's too clingy or was, was it because he did not show that he loved her? Because I'm willing to bet, and the, she went on to say, I'm willing to bet this guy is, in all caps, too clingy. Mm-hmm. I am too. I agree with that statement. Yeah, I mean, if he really wants her back, and he, st- and he says, I st- I'm still in love with her, so he does really want her back. If he really wants her back, I'd drop off some stuff maybe outside her door. I, I wouldn't go in the door. I-, I-, I think I wouldn't go in the door. I really tossed and turned on this one because it's I knew hard what you to say were what say. you would do because when you think about when you're in love with somebody, like it's so hard to see the forest for the trees. Yeah. You know, and it's just hard to say it's hard to put yourself in his shoes and with this virus. And I, I don't know. I just, I'm not in love with her. So it's very yeah. easy for me to say, no, you make a statement like that. You're done with me. That means you're done with me. Period. I mean, I respect his um, chivalry, but Yeah, I vote no. Somebody said if she told him this uh, for, you know, four weeks ago, then how does he know she has coronavirus? She obviously, oh, good point. She obviously is still talking to him and leading him on. Well, that's a or good maybe, point as well. Maybe they have friends in common or people yeah. know people. You know what I mean? Who knows? That's because true. We don't really know how long they even down. dated for. Maybe they dated for three years. We don't even know. Somebody else said, what happens when he gets sick after she's feeling better? Will she step up and take care of him then? And then they went on to say, probably not. Don't do it, bro. Yeah. Uh, if she doesn't want him there and he shows up, she could get him arrested for trespassing. Somebody else suggested. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? He's just Can you imagine? What are you in for? Okay. Yeah. Wait. Good Lord. <laughs> Weigh in. Let us know what you think. Man, we are sitting on this rando text. I know we have a sister with a brain. Uh, her name is Lynn. She's on the phone with us. Before we uh, really talk to you, Lynn, and find out what you're wearing and whatnot, Let's talk about this rando text County from the guy that's talking about his ex-girlfriend. Uh, four weeks ago, his, his girlfriend told him, she broke up with him and told him she didn't want anything to do with him anymore. Um, fast forward four weeks, she has coronavirus, and he wants to take a leave. Of, they, I, I don't think they've spoken, but obviously he found out that she has it, and he wants to take a leave of absence from his job and go to her home and take care of her. Now, we don't know... If he has proposed this idea to her, if she asked for this, we have we don't know any of that. So, uh, but the fact is, she said she wanted nothing to do with him four weeks ago. Yeah, and he and thinks that it. this is going to reignite their relationship. He's but he hoping. really wants to know what you think. Poor guy. Sex. Yeah, I know, right? Let's go to Lynn. Lynn, thanks for holding on. What did you want to say? What do you think? What should he do? Sure, good. Good morning. Okay, this is such a no-brainer. What kind of slime would dump a guy, sounds like he's brokenhearted, and then say, sure, Mm -hmm. come wait on me and put your life in danger 
and then be gone. Because that's what's going to happen. And then he has to be dumped again. And then he's going to look back in a year and say, what was I thinking? Oh, my God, that was so stupid. Yeah. He's just yeah, I know. It's, it certainly seems that way, yeah. What okay. if, Lynn, uh, first, Lynn, real quick, what are you wearing, by the way? Uh, okay, I'm wearing leggings and a yeah. top because yeah. Yeah, I am working for, from home every day except one day, and I can come into the office today wearing whatever I want because I'm the only one yeah. who's you. Because of the COVID. Good for you. Get it, girl. <laughs> I mean, okay. sucks, that's the reason yeah. why, but good for you, yeah. Lynn, what if he goes into that apartment, he helps her through this, he gets COVID, but he's okay at the end of it as well. And it just gets them to that next level, and they end up happily ever after and married. Well, that's really sweet, Fish, but um, <laughs> I'm 59, <laughs> and okay. it's not going to happen. Uh, Welcome to the movies. This is why Fish should have been in Hollywood and not on the radio, which is what he wanted to do in the first place, because that's how he thinks. And I get it because I love romantic movies. I just said I watched The Notebook a couple days ago, and that's the only reason that it gave me a little bit of pause because he really loved her so much. He in The Notebook is the reason, Noah, is the reason why they ended up together. Because he wasn't giving up on the love of his life. So that's the only reason why I was like... Sometimes you ladies know. just don't get it, and we got to guide you to the right path. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just got to help you get there, uh, thanks, girl. Thanks, Lynn. Have a great day. Thanks for calling in. All right. Can I share a couple of these with you real quick? Connie? Yes. Yes. All right. Brother in Pain said, uh, the dude, she's, she said she wants nothing to do with you. Let her new boy or side piece take care of her. Trust me, there's one. Mm-hmm. All right. Somebody else said, I think it's I think it's cheap to use COVID as an excuse to try to weasel his way back in. That's from another dude. Like, really, dude? Like you're gonna He's using it. Point. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, did she actually say she wants nothing to do with him? Somebody asked. I think yes. the email said that his friend said that. It could make a difference. No, she said it. She said to him, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. Yeah, just to help out to clarify that. And somebody said, No, just no. This is an indication that she is on board with his plan and taking time off work seems like a play for him to use later uh if you you know if you have to love me look at what you look at what i did for you or like you have to love me so he could use it as mm. a you you need to love me now have I, you I seen the stats of people i think we mentioned this like last week or the week before it might have been last week the stats of people whose phones during the pandemic their phones have been blown up from exes trying to get oh yeah because they feel like they know you they know where you have been um, if, if, if you're single, it, they feel like they'd be safest hooking back up with you. And we must've mentioned it on the air. Cause I remember getting an email from somebody and she's like, that's so true. I've had two X's blowing up my phone and they weren't blowing it up five months ago. That, that'd be like, an interesting conversation uh, to have one day is to get a bunch of people to hit us up with X stories that have right. happened with this. I got right. two, two dudes sometimes you need a dude needs advice from dudes, Connie. It's yes, just a dude I thing. Agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like women need women. So yes. I got two dude points that I think are absolutely brilliant. Okay. And I think they will sway this guy from not opening her apartment door. Okay. And going in there and taking care of her after she dumped him. She's got coronavirus now. She dumped him four weeks ago and said, I don't want anything more to do with you. Yeah. So and here he's we trying go. to decide if he should take care of her. So, okay. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to edit. I got to edit this one. Uh, this one. But what if uh, coronavirus were like uh, an STD? Would he still want to go and help her with her STD? 
God, that's I one. Hope not. I, I, yeah, I hope and here's not. here's the other one that I love. Uh, Brother in Pain messaged and said, "You know, Connie and Fish, my yeah. grandfather always said." No, I love this. Anytime you hear one of those, you know it's going to be good. <laughs> so I'll say it like the grandfather would say it. Okay. My grandfather always said, son, there's not enough blood in the male body to make decisions when it comes to a woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> so what does I, that even mean? I'm I assuming it. it means something else. Like uh, it's more a southern exposure type thing. But Where the blood son, rushes to, you mean? Bingo. There's yeah. not enough blood in the male body to make decisions when it comes to a woman. Totally don't know exactly what it means, but it's grandpa <laughs> advice, and I love it. <laughs> I mean, I do love grandpa advice, too. Yeah. Okay, so we're all awesome. agreeing, no, don't do it. No. I would say, for the some, most part, the majority of us are saying, no, don't do it. Yeah, you want to put some soup by her door, right. you know, go ahead and do that. But other than that, Don't no, do that. Let her get her own soup. Yeah, Connie's not even going to give her she soup. She doesn't want anything to do with you, remember? Yeah. Connie said your ex was a bunch of street squish. What up with that? Yes, I didn't say it, but I was thinking it. Let's for sure. Let's All right, here we go. Toads trending with Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Man, okay, Connie. Before we get out of here today, do you remember how Steve said I should? Uh, I think it was my buddy and Steve suggested this as well when I got my mm. COVID test. Yeah. There's a different way you can get tested, and it's not true. But then you know you have to bend over to get tested and whatever. And like, yeah, they're actually the Steve may have been a visionary, and my buddy may have been a visionary when it came to this. There actually may be a test with that, but we're going to talk about that uh, that way for COVID. We're going to talk about that later on today. Right now, let's talk about these sisters. They're incredible. Uh, These two sisters in Pensacola, Florida, they started a group called Sisters for Hope. They've been making ma- face masks nonstop. Their goal is to give one to every teacher and student in their community before school starts. I want to be known as the person that went out and helped their community. Our children need their education. We want to help the parents that need to get back out there and work. Everybody want to try to get back as normal as possible. People I like- just think that is a great little story for these yeah, two sisters. Awesome. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. They've been working their butts off. Nonstop. Speaking of mask, a woman in England says her and, and she was at a place uh, where we can get chicken like nuggets or whatever. But I don't think it was chicken McNugget. But anyway, she and her six-year-old daughter, uh, she's out. Her, uh, they're, they're getting nuggets. And her six-year-old daughter in England, by the way, choked on it a little bit. Uh-oh. Something was going on. She looked in there and she's like, what? Let's do it this way. Look, and then you can see how it's compacted into the chicken. It was compacted in there. It was stuck. Well, what is it? It was a face mask. Somebody's mask got cooked into the nugget. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Actually, it might even vomit right now. That's disgusting. Okay, I'll move on then. I don't want you to vomit. I'll tell you this. For those people that are concerned that you can get coronavirus, COVID, from 5G, that is a conspiracy theory, and it is not true. From 5G? They want you to know that. Like the phone Uh, thing? Yep. A wireless provider in Australia did a really funny commercial debunking it, but there is a conspiracy theory that 5G, as in the wireless, is spreading COVID. It is a joke. It is not real. It is that you are too, from what everybody has said. Now watch, I'm going to be wrong, right? Yeah, next week it'll come out. I know it feels like every time you talk about, not you specifically, but you talk about something and say, oh no, you can't do it. Boom. Yes, you can. Boom, there it is. Yeah, so Boom, there it is. Okay, Connie, before you talk about Yokiro say office, I guess I just can't wait anymore. I got to give you this right now. People are online are making a lot of fun of anti-maskers in the UK, but they're saying uh, basically 
that uh, <laughs> a Brazilian politician actually has claimed that rectal ozone therapy can treat COVID-19. Rectum damn near killed him. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a thing. This guy in Brazil is saying, if you have it, rectal ozone therapy is an effective treatment for the virus. That I don't know if it's true or not. I, hmm. I, I don't know who to ask that question to. I don't know. Uh, but if we could figure it out, that would be great. It's weird. Yeah, it cracks you up? No? Okay. <laughs> I'm done. That was three bucks. No. Okay, right. so let's pretend, Fish, you love Taco Bell uh, probably more than any other restaurant. Yes. Ish. Fact. Always has. He's always loved Taco Bell. Without a doubt. Um, what would Alicia do if she came home one day and you had turned your office um, into a Taco Bell-themed office? Not only that, but in what? it, you also had a booth. A full booth, a full Taco Bell booth in your uh, office. That's glorious. <laughs> yeah. For you, but what would Alicia do? Well, she wouldn't be happy. Oh, hang on. What did you do? I mean, this is not a Taco Bell. You are crazy. So there's a yeah. woman who posted on Reddit earlier this week, and she's said she's having a giant problem with her husband. Um, they've been married for one year, and he has always had a soft spot for Taco Bell. This made me think of you. And uh. she said, one day I came home, and there's a bunch of 90s Taco Bell memorabilia in the garage. So her husband used all that memorabilia to create a Taco Bell-themed office because now he's working from home. That it includes amazing. a full booth in the house, but it's all in his office. So she's like, well, we do have separate bank accounts, so he spent his own money on it. Um, I don't really go oh. into the office that much, but she's like, it's ugly, it's tacky, and it goes against the entire motif of the house. Oh, yeah. Well, if it goes against the motif, then he should get it out of there. <laughs> well, that's that's what Alicia would say, right? That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, she would. Yeah, I, yeah. but I mean, come on. That is the coolest thing ever. Why is it his office, though? Why not make that like a bar? No, no. It seems to me like it'd be a cool bar. No. Taco no. Bell bar in your house no. No. with like booze and stuff? No. Oh, office come is on. bad enough. No. This guy is brilliant, by the way. No. I think he's brilliant. <laughs> I think it's quite brilliant. It's I think it's his doubt. space, what he wants to do, whatever. And that's it, pretty much everybody on Reddit was saying that she's in the wrong. Yeah. And she should por- support his hobby of loving Taco Bell. Because <laughs> it's we, not hurting her in any way. <laughs> can we do a quick Connie and Fish poll real quick? Because I, I, sure. I'm actually curious about this. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> All right. Even members of the show right now, uh, Connie and Steve and everybody else. Because I'm going to go... I'm probably going to go Taco Bell, but you have to choose something that everybody would know. So you can't say English pub, which is what I would do for a bar in my house if I could do anything, right? Straight up English pub. But if you could change your office or bar or a room in your house to something after your favorite whatever, what would it be and where? Like, Connie, would you change your shoe closet into an Arby's? Which would be awesome. No. With a milkshake machine. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I'm just throwing out ideas here because I think that's brilliant. Unless I'm making the meat, which I wouldn't be. No. That's <laughs> just ridiculous to me. I think no. it's awesome. I think it's creative. It, it shows ingenuitivity. No, and right. I have no problem with him doing that. If that's what he wanted to do and it's in his office, that's fine. But if it yeah. was... I don't think I, I I don't think I would love it if it was in our shared space unless it was a bar situation. Bars I feel like are supposed to be fun. Yeah, know? like if Dan turned your bar in the basement into a Domino's pizza. Come on, 
maybe a little Caesars. With <laughs> I mean, the, the, I think it's weird, but okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, I it's, mean, it's that shared space. I wouldn't know? really complain about it, but unless I'm I'm making the meat, which is my favorite thing about Arby's, no. Yeah. I'm not turning my closet to... into an Arby's. I, could te- I, I think turning Stupid. your closet into an Arby's, your basement Stupid. into a Domino's, and your kitchen <laughs> into a Taco Bell. Yeah. Would no. just be huge. Your house would be trending all over the place. Like, not no. that you need that or want it, but I guess there's not really anything that I love that much that I'm willing oh my to God. do that for. No. Like, what about like? I'm surprised you didn't say your shoe closet into a Macy's or something like that. Not even around. <laughs> no, school. I don't even know how that would be possible. I know. Yeah, it would. <laughs> I could put like a chandelier a... in there. I wanted to put a chandelier in there, but there you go. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Now, maybe this this Now's Christmas, right? Dan will hook you up. Uh, what about you, Steve? What are you going to do? You're going to change your, uh, if you could do I'd like a bar. I'd probably just replace all of my furniture in my office with uh, furniture made out of Legos. Boom. And I think Brittany would be okay with that. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Not that comfortable, yeah. though, really, would it? Well, I guess. No, no, it wouldn't. I mean, the seat wouldn't be, yeah, but the desk would still be functional and like the dresser or not the dresser, but the, uh, the shelves and stuff would be functional. But yeah, the seat would like probably hurt sitting, pretty bad. Yeah, because you'd yeah. have those little Lego pieces. Uh, right well, you up could put mats or... on it, but that would be cute for a little kid's room. Yeah, well, yeah. Lego furniture. Can you even? Is that a thing? Can you buy Lego uh, furniture? I I've seen people build it themselves. I mean, you can't go out and buy it specifically, okay. but yeah, okay. it's it'd be really expensive. It'd be more expensive than like like to build a desk out of Lego. It would probably cost I don't know five six thousand dollars to buy all those pieces. But I'm surprised nobody has built a a desk out of what looks to be Legos. Yeah. But it's oh, fake. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that nobody's ever done that before, to be honest, like Ikea. Yeah. I'm surprised um, it's never happened. Yeah, I'm looking right now. I, well, there there is stuff you can get, actually, Steve. That it looks like Legos, but it's fake. Yeah, like square Lego wood design. Yeah, it's a big, like a Lego table. But Steve probably wouldn't want that anyway. you want the purity of it. Oh, I'd yeah, want to build it myself, build it. design it myself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> build your own Lego desk would be pretty badass, actually, dude. I think that'd be kind of neat. That would be pretty If you cool. were five. <laughs> All right. Text question of the day in about 15 minutes. Who from your past do you not miss? Make sure you tell us why. Weigh in all the ways. Good Lord. Uh, we're going to do the uh, text question of the day here in just probably about 15 minutes. Who from your past do you not miss? And then make sure you tell us why. Okay. Uh, Connie's about to tell us a little story, but I think I got to set it up with, uh, there's a, you're going to, you're going to talk about Marty Jannetty real quick, aren't you? I was going to, yes. Okay. So, well, you're Marty the one who's going to answer questions for me. Cause he's a wrestler, right? Yeah. Many, many years ago, there was a, a tag team called the Rockers in the WWE. There was a guy by the name of Marty Jannetty and a guy by the name of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> so. As these wrestlers became more defined and the roles became more defined, people realized that Shawn Michaels, who's one of the greatest WWE wrestlers of all time, fast, yeah. uh, that he was something special. So right. there was a scene at the Brutus the Barber Beefcake's little show where Shawn Michaels yeah. super kicks Marty Jannetty through a plate glass window and, you know, ends the tag team. Shawn Michaels goes on to be super famous. Marty Jannetty, they thought, would be famous as well. He was not. So Did you now, watch Marty Jannetty when you were a kid? Yeah, I mean, like, I watched the Rockers, but my, everybody, when Sean was done with Marty, it was like, the Sean Michaels is always, he's one of my favorites. So, he was one that I really enjoyed watching. So Is Marty Jannetty crazy? He is, and it's funny because the wrestlers, 
and that are in tag teams, if yeah. there's one that kind of branches out, the other one even has said on TV, oh, crap, I hope I'm not the Marty Jannetty. So that's become a phrase <laughs> in the WWE. Oh, like, you know, oh, you're the Marty Jannetty. Like, you know, if, if I don't know, Steve and Brittany, like if Steve would be off on his own and Brittany would be successful if they broke up, they'd be like, oh, Steve's the Marty Jannetty. Oh, uh, yeah. sorry, Steve. So apparently yeah. Marty Jannetty, um, he's in like his 60s now, I guess. Yeah. Or 60. I think he's 60 now. Something Never heard right. of him before. I've, heard, of course, heard of Shawn Michaels because I've known you 25 years, so I heard of him. Uh, yeah. But Marty Jannetty, I've never heard of. I never watched wrestling. But apparently he posted on Facebook the other day, and, and it's been taken down since then, but he claimed when he was 13 years old, he killed a dude. What? Okay. Did so, you not see this? Have you not well, seen I, this? I, I didn't start reading the whole article. I saw the Marty Jannetty drama, but I knew you were going to talk about it, so I wanted to be. So he said on Facebook he killed a guy? He said he killed a guy when he was 13 years old. Um, he said... That was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked in the Chattahoochee River. What? Okay. Okay. So he posted hey. that on Facebook. So he was 13 years old when that happened. And uh, apparently police say, yeah, we're going to look into it. But they're working on several other active homicide cases right now that they deem yeah. more important. Um, but, yeah, he said when he was 13 years old, he he killed a guy. I threw him in he the Chattahoochee like River. He yeah. is a peach, apparently. Okay, there's a couple things. First is, he said that was the, did you, am I, am I correct when I say, you said, he said, that's the first time I killed a guy? Um, made someone disappear, is, I believe, is what she or said. From, that's the first time I made someone disappear. Is the, That means there's more than one time. That's the first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked at the Chattahoochee River. Marty losing it. Man. That's the quote. Poor Marty Janetti. Poor, poor, sweet Marty Jannetty. <laughs> poor Marty Jannetty. Poor guy who he made disappear. Yeah, that's, I mean, and that's one of those, like, God, like and then he's taking it down, of course, because somebody called him up and went, Marty, what are you doing? So you think yeah. he just wants to trend, or you think he's just that ignorant? No, he, he wants to that? trend because he, apparently three years ago, he was asking for advice on Facebook again um, about whether or not he should hook up with this woman, but he had previously thought, they both thought, that she was his long lost daughter and she thought what? he was her long lost dad. But then they found out they weren't related. And so he goes on Facebook and he's like, what do you guys think? We're not related now. I mean, we did kind of think we were father and daughter, but now we don't. So what do you think? Ew. Like, he sounds like he's just a nut job. I actually really want to read a book written by him now, just to, because that is, he is, he says some crazy stuff. Yeah, isn't that nuts? So he met a woman that was of age that he thought was his long lost daughter had never met her before. Then they find out three years later they're not. So it took them three years to take a DNA test. And get no, the I don't know how long they found it out. This that happened three years ago. Oh, I don't know how gotcha. long that whole thing went down. But yeah, he just seems like he's a little off. Poor yeah. Marty. Yeah, you know, poor sweet Marty Janetti, possibly killing people and wanting to hook up with a girl that he thought might have been his daughter. Mm. Yeah, that's just like, he I mean, sounds. So I, I'm saying yes. He he sounds like he's looking for some. Uh, to trend, yes. Don't you think yes. that a lot of times people are doing that? Like, they're sitting at home. They're like, I'm not relevant anymore. You know, I used to be, because he was kind of relevant on the smaller indie circuits, I guess. But he's okay. like, I'm not relevant anymore. I milked my career for as much as I could. I can't, my body can't handle wrestling anymore. No one's hiring me for anything. So I'm going to say I killed a man, and I want to hook up with a girl that could have been my daughter. So let's trend. And like, you think you're going to get positive reinforcement from that, but you're not. The only thing you're, you're getting not. is people going, dude, that dude's a Don't. whack job. You know? 
Yeah. I, it, yeah. I, it makes me kind of sad for him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. There's a cool little WWE update for you, Steve. Don't you want to watch yeah. wrestling now? <laughs> no. I, I thought you would know more. I, I Well, I'm not surprised that you knew information about him. So I saw yeah. the story and I was like, oh, I bet Fish knows this guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you yeah, know, like I've never thought about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not going to the Chattahoochee like, River with him. I'm going to call yeah, Marty real quick. Like, hey, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> right now, the text question of the day, we have gotten some great answers. Some people didn't settle for these relationships, so they've moved on, Connie. That's Who from got. your past do you not miss and why? Who from your past do you not miss? And then we want you to tell us why. Why are you glad that they're gone? So as the uh, pretty face girl says, you can message all the ways. But let's get right into it. Uh, somebody said, unfortunately, guys, my answer is my grandpa. I always tried giving him the benefit of the doubt uh, because the trauma happened before I was born. But after he passed, I realized how toxic and abusive he truly was. I noticed it gave closure to my dad and his sisters when he passed, but it was it's still a really airy feeling. That's a tough Gosh, one. Gosh, that sucks. Uh, somebody else said that was via email, email at connyfish.com. Somebody else said, uh, my first ever best friend from middle school. Things happened that separated us. And at the time, I was truly heartbroken because she was my other half. Right. My person who I confided in about everything. But as time went on, it was clear she was on a different mission than I was and uh, that I, I just wasn't comfortable with it. So there you go. Somebody else said my ex-best friend. She told me I was going to hell because I didn't believe what she believed. It broke. I broke off a, our six-year friendship then and there. Tried to be friendly years later, but I just, guys, I just couldn't do it. I don't blame you. Who from your yeah. past did you not miss and why? My daughter's father, a narcissist who wouldn't let me out of his sight for six years. So, yes, we were together 24-7, literally. Oh that sounds awful. After I finally escaped, he had joint custody. But yet he nickel and dime me to death for any little thing. I taught my daughter to be independent and right out of high school... She got married and joined the army. I'm a proud mama. That's when I blocked his number, so I would never have to hear from him again. Uh, somebody said, people certainly piss me off, but I really don't hold grudges, so I can't think of anybody for your text question of the day, but just wanted to say hi. hi. Who from your, po from your post or your past? Who from your past do you not miss and why? Uh, somebody said, several of my high school friends and my bio dad. Somebody else said, my ex-husband. He divorced me last September, met a girl, got her pregnant, He's oh. now a dad, and I met somebody way better than him, so I won. Good there for you. you. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, my first boyfriend, what a joke, man. I definitely avoided disaster. Thankfully, my husband was my second boyfriend. Wow. Mm -hmm. Second boyfriend's your husband? Nice. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said my boss, he was a real butt wipe. And uh, let's go to this one. An ex-friend of mine, the friendship was entirely to benefit him, and eventually I had had enough. I told him I was done with our friendship, Connie and Fish, and he tried to turn our mutual friends against me by twisting it to his benefit. Thankfully, those friends already saw his patterns and took it with a grain of salt. His response was very telling as to why I decided not to stay friends with him. I definitely do not miss him. Yeah. There Who you from go. your past do you not miss and why? Before we and get to the why? top before we get to the top five, I'm gonna give you a couple quick hits. Uh, somebody said all of my exes because they're exes for a reason. Somebody said, you only want one person. Can't do it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you uh, could have given else... us a list if you'd like. Yeah, it. right. That's we would be okay with it. Yeah. Somebody else said my mother and somebody else uh, misses. Uh, actually, who from your past do you not miss right now and why? 
they don't miss their aunt Flo. Apparently, they said that that, that girl's gone for good. Girl. Amen. Oh, here it goes. Amen. I don't miss Aunt Flo either. I don't really yeah. love the stuff that goes along with that, but I don't miss it. Mm-mm. All right. Top Bye-bye. five. Five-ish. I knew Connie would do that. Okay, top five. <laughs> uh, I could go with the obvious, Connie and Fish, and say my ex, but I'm going to have to go with my former friend who introduced us. We had history, and the passage of time revealed it wasn't a healthy friendship. Mm-hmm. Ooh, very deep. That sounds like a book. The passage mm. of time is the name of the book. Not everybody grows together. Sometimes you grow differently, and sometimes that's okay, and sometimes that's not. It just depends on the people and the situation, you know? Jean-Claude Van Hamburger. (laughs) Somebody said, I I, uh, so do not miss my lazy, no-good ex-husband. I can't even begin to imagine what being stuck at home with him during this time would be like right now. (laughs) The thought ills me. I love ills that. Me. Ills yes. me. Yes. Great wordage. The thought ills me. Uh, mm. Connie and Fish, I don't miss my in-laws, all of them. I avoid seeing them at all costs, having probably 10 years. They're all just so oddball and incredibly boring. I guess you could say as a whole family, uh, as a whole, the family is dysfunctional. I could care less if I see them anytime soon. I feel blessed to have my family, and it makes me feel really, really lucky. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, here we go. Who from my past do I not miss, Connie and Fish? I would say my now ex-best friend from high school. Relationship, in the words of Britney Spears, was very toxic. I wasn't (laughs) allowed to uh, find other friends because then I was neglecting our friendship. But then she would tell people I was, like, totally obsessed with her. I didn't realize how bad this was then, but I do now. So I actually ended the friendship our senior year because I, I wasn't supportive enough. She actually ended it. I'm sorry, our senior year because I wasn't supportive enough. Good thing, too. Because I went to college and I met much more supportive people. And now I realize how toxic that friendship was. Mm-hmm. Boom, baby. Mm-hmm. All right, let me see here. Uh, That's one of the things of being involved in that uh, Central Michigan. Fish and I met at CMU. And yep. we both graduated from there. Uh, I graduated in 95. He graduated in 96. But we're in the CMU 90s people who were at Central in the 90s. And that's... It's a cool thing. I mean, that's one of the things that I've seen on there so much as people talking about friends for life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there was, and it's so it's funny. Pretty awesome. every, I remember people saying when I got out of high school, ah, you won't really tell you. There'll be years go by and you won't talk to them as much, if at all. And I was like, oh, no way. And then in college, same thing. Like, no yeah. way. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's been years now. So who from your past do you not miss, though, right now? And why? Somebody said my father. He passed away four years ago. And with him uh, passing, passing, and with him passing, mm-hmm. racism has finally left our family. Wow. So, yeah, I don't miss him at all. Wow. That's Somebody crazy. else said my husband yeah. and I were separated. We were going through a divorce uh, about a year and a half. He came down with a horror. Oh, never mind. That was about the uh, Rando Texto and shingles. Oops. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oops. I've heard uh, shingles let's... hurt. Yeah, I have too. Let's go to mm-hmm. uh, final three. Number okay. three. Uh, who from your past do you not miss and why? OMG, Connie and Fish. Definitely my Aunt Harriet. She was a B. Uh, <laughs> Connie actually saw this. Uh, Connie actually saw this email. She gave a huge backstory. We'll post it online, but uh, yeah, she did give, provide a, a very good backstory. Yeah, she uh, seems like she was kind of nuts. Yeah, and she was definitely. her great Aunt Harriet. Get it right, Fish. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, great you're right. Aunt. Great Aunt Harriet. Sorry. Yeah. Number two. Mm-hmm. Text question of the day. My childhood best friend is somebody I don't miss. 
at all right now. During my divorce mm-hmm. to my first husband, listen to this, you ready? During my divorce to my first husband, she thought, God, I need to relax. You know, like, not she needed to relax, but that I needed to relax. And Mm -hmm. she slipped me a roofie. She left me alone. So I was sick and had no idea what happened to me. It was 14 years ago. I still talk to her mom. But to me, that was very, very low. Whoa. Don't I would slip do your friend a roofie. Thing. No yeah. kidding. You're not doing him a solid. Jeez. No. Sweet Jesus. People aren't real bright. That is for sure. And then sure. she leaves her alone, Connie. No kidding. All right. Nope. Sorry. Goodbye. Goodbye, friend. Number one. Go ahead. Number one. Who from your past do you not miss? Connie and Fish, this is a no-brainer. It's my girlfriend that loves Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> She, uh, I mean, I love Fireball. Not the drink, yeah, but, but the, I like the song. When we party together, and I quote here, damn, she makes you drink the whole fifth till it's gone. Oh. I bet you have amazing breath, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful to kiss at that Ugh. point. I mean, and you won't really remember. You're probably going to be a sloppy kisser, though, if you drink. Yeah. What was that thing that I was fifth? telling you guys about earlier that tequila, more people black out on tequila than any other booze? Yep. Yeah. 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 And worst, Fire- was that one of the worst hangovers, tequila? I think it was. Tequila was, and Fireball's whiskey, yeah. actually, though, too. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah. Well, mm, so that's Either way. people getting arrested. Yeah. Oh, gross to me. Right. When, you know, like, <laughs> that's, that's, right. I think it was more people get arrested. And uh, what was the other thing that you said with whiskey that you were talking about? I don't know. Nudity? No, vodka was, vodka. was running no, vodka streaking was down the road, being yeah. naked. Yeah. People who drink yeah. vodka like to get naked, apparently. Yeah, and uh, people that uh, drink whiskey and Fireball probably do really, really dumb stuff after, especially if you're doing it in like one of those shots with like a an energy drink or something like that. Oh, Fireball with an energy drink? Yeah, that actually like, makes me. Oh my god! Like I think that's probably called a firebomb or something like that. Yeah. Oh, is that an actual thing? I think so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Firebomb. I believe it's called a okay, firebomb. Okay, moving on. Text question of the day is done. No. Go I'm make good. one right Thank now. You. No. No. Steve, I can't wait till we have this weather for good. I'm totally yeah. ready. I've been seeing people posting things like, "Okay, I'm ready to put my Halloween decorations up," or "I'm ready to, you know, pumpkin things and yep. harvest things." I'm so ready. It feels like this summer has been a year long. Yeah, partially, it, partially because of the whole pandemic thing, but mostly for me because of the heat. You know, yeah. two you months got- worth of ninety degree days. I'm done. Have you gotten your good floating time? <laughs> like you got your good pool time. You, you're good. Yes. I mean, it, if you have it, you have it. But if he, Dan puts it away because winter comes early, like if Game I of never Thrones. got in my pool again this summer, I would be okay with it. I've got, I've been in it so much. Oh, yeah. I get it. Hey, you know? speaking speaking of Game of Thrones, though, I just mentioned Game of Thrones because that's like, well, isn't it Steve Winter's coming or something like that? Yeah, Winter is coming. Thing? Yeah, that's the thing from Game of Thrones, uh, that the old HBO TV show that Steve. Probably, uh, if I mention it uh, enough, we'll still be mad. I'm at. still really mad about it. Yes, because it like <laughs> I was so there looking forward to like in the middle of sixth season, sixth season. I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm gonna be able to rewatch this show over and over and over. It's gonna be one of my favorite things ever created as far as TV. And then I have zero desire to ever watch any of that crap again. Well, <laughs> you are alone. The most wow. pirated, pirated show during COVID. Is Game of Thrones, my friend. Yeah, it just huh. proves my point. No one wants to pay for that crap. 
Oh, jeez. Uh, actually, or people want to rewatch it and they just don't have the HBO, right? Yeah, Could that be it as well? Thieves. Yeah, so the, the <laughs> thieves. 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 The, the, the thieves are watching the Game of Thrones. That is the uh, become the most pirated show during this whole uh, coronavirus outbreak. But I, I, mean, I was trying to think of shows that the rewatch show that I've been like checking out the most, or the one I've been rewatching because I just because of this whole Peacock free trial app thing that you do. I just caught up, almost completely caught up on Ray Donovan. I got one to go, Con. Still, I just haven't finished it. Okay, but that's the Ray Donovan. Is there a show that you rewatch? Or that you can rewatch, like Steve will rewatch Game of Thrones eventually. Nope, never will. <laughs> uh, I don't really think so. Back in the day, back in the day, early two thousands, when Sex and the City ended, somebody, oh, yeah. um, I actually, I, I had a breast reduction done, and I got one of my friends got me the box set of Sex and the City, yeah, and. Um, I ended up selling it at my garage sale, never even opened last year or two That's years so ago. That's so sad. I know. And I thought, I really thought, I was so excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch the heck out of this. And I did not. I watched movies. Like I said, I watched, uh, yesterday, I watched The Notebook and The End of Leap Year, which are two total oh, chick yeah. flicks. Oh, yeah. And I've seen, <sighs> I, I can't even count how many times, double digits for sure for both of them. And Man. so every now and again, I can watch movies over and over again. But something about TV shows, I can't think of one that I ever. And I loved Sex and the City. But yeah, you mm-mm. were definitely getting your uh, V on though, oh, yeah. watching those two movies oh, yesterday. Yeah. Good I lord! Know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah. You don't really? <laughs> no, really? You know? Victory? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was getting my victory. Okay. Your mm-hmm. victory on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my Vaseline and my victory. Her, 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 her Vaseline or her victory. Yeah, that was it. Uh, so the ones that are the most pirated during this whole time, The Walking Dead is uh, number four. Game of Thrones was number one. Uh, number five, SpongeBob SquarePants, maybe because of the kids. Uh, the other ones are The 100, mm. The Mandalorian is number seven. The Flash is number eight. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is number nine because they're wrapping that up as we speak this month. It's so they're pirating it. And then Harley Quinn, which I don't think I, that must be the cartoon from DC universe. Cause there wasn't a Harley Quinn movie. There was a movie called birds of prey, but it was, was it I, mean, I don't know if it's that one or not. So yeah. Game of Thrones is, is definitely the most. I don't see. And I've notebooks. never seen any of those. <laughs> yeah. I, I, clearly I've the men are pirating is exactly what I was thinking, Connie. It's clearly the men. I hate to, you know, most men, I guess women watched, Walking Dead, I'm sure I just offended somebody in Game of Thrones, but clearly the men pirate the shows a lot more than the women. You know? Yeah. You know I, I don't know. Are people that. running out of stuff to watch? Like, is that even pot? I don't go on to Netflix that much. I have it. Um, not even once a month do I go on onto Netflix. The yeah. most I've ever been on Netflix was the show Dead to Me, and I binge watched it first season and then the second season, two different weekends. And then I didn't look at Netflix again for, but it seems like it, there are just thousands of things from shows to movies. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine running out. But then again, the list you just listed off, not one of those sounds good to me. So I would never click. I, I mean, I could literally watch everything else in the face of the earth. <laughs> I probably I see, would not I had, watch Harley Quinn. 
I had four or five on that list, and I would more than happy to watch Harley Quinn. And I don't even know what movie. it's about. It's uh, like a wonderful. Show. Yeah, yeah, there, there the you go. Show. That's enough sad. Oh. I don't need Yeah, that. I don't need to see the cartoon. I'll see the real one with Margot Robbie. But, <laughs> the you know, Kaylee like, Cuoco. Uh, what's her name? Kaylee Cuoco? Cu- Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, she plays Harley Quinn. She's the voice of Harley Quinn in the cartoon. Well, that's kind of fun. Hey, you know what I saw? If you have the ABC on your Roku or whatever, and you want to watch old ABC shows, that eight simple rules for te- dating my teenage daughter. She that was her first big break in Hollywood with yeah. John Ritter, yeah. and uh, he actually he died. died when they were doing that show. Yeah, yeah, and they handled it hey, beautifully. Speaking of TV, did you watch Big Brother last night? I DVR'd it, but I haven't watched it. I haven't seen it, and I forgot to DVR it. I got oh. caught up in my day of nothing. And You're CBS is me. so hard to go in and find. You can't ever get it. No, with I know. CBS, I'm you know. To, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to come fish. back. You're gonna have later. to what? Pirate. I'm gonna have to buy. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. I'm gonna never do that. I'm totally gonna do that. If I were to ask Fish, you and Steve, you as well, if you guys felt like you have settled for anything in your life, so it's it it whatever the thing is, um, it wouldn't have been your first choice, but you're yeah. fine and it's okay because you settled with maybe your second choice or your third choice. It can be a thing. It can be a person, place, or a thing. Really, it can be kind of anything. Okay. Um, do you think you've settled for anything? I think most of us have would agree that we probably settled for some things, right? Yeah. Don't you think? I'm trying to like I think that I have, and I got this is a little bit of a thinker. Can Steve go first? Let's we need Steve thinker music. Well, there's a survey done, and 80% of people say they settle for things that aren't the best for them. And they know they do it, and they admit it. And some are big things, and some are small things. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, we're going to talk about those things in a second, but I want to see what you guys think. Is there anything in your life that you feel like you have settled for? Now, obviously, the members of the Click of Six, Click of Six people who listen to the show can text in, message via the app or call, email. Yeah. What have, what have you settled for? What do you feel like you settled for? And I'll tell you what, number six on this list is our partner. <laughs> oh, wow. Partner? Oh. Like whoever you're our with. Our husband, like, wife, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Yeah, that's number six on the too. list of things that yeah. we feel like we've settled for. I think I settled for a lot in my life. But that's definitely one of the things I didn't settle for. That's one of the things I think I nailed it out of the park. So you think you, so you're, so you actually have a list, Steve, of things you feel like I think you settled so. for. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Are they? Well, I think it, and I think they all <clears throat> kind of mesh together because it all started back at my college, Michigan State, when okay. I failed out of engineering school, and mm. the only way they would let me back into the school, other than uh, taking some time off to be on academic probation and go to a different school and basically prove my grades were good, was switching right. my majors, and so. Ugh. I opted to go and major in radio <laughs> because From that was engineering the easy one. Yeah. To radio. So, now, here's the even so funnier I settled thing. for my career. You did not wow. want to be a radio engineer, though. You wanted to be a car engineer, correct? I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer. One that de- an aeronautical. Uh, designed, yes, that designed um, okay. spaceships, basically. So oh. poor, poor Steve settled <laughs> to work with us every day. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Man, you so, might as well. So have you it said with your you wife. you said you have a list. So so what have you settled for <laughs> since then? I mean, pretty much everything in this career, you know. Um, I I went and uh, cause cause I also like like to do 
stuff with video games and and writing Policies. about video games and so i, I t and also designing websites and stuff like that like a lot of technical right. stuff so i quit mm -hmm. from radio for a little bit took some time off tried to do some freelancing and start my own company and then that oh, kind of failed and uh so then I, I i settled again by getting back into radio poor steve <laughs> so twice i settled life and ends up with, <laughs> with connie radio. and fish i know it's like oh, uh, it's like it's like every time i go and try something yeah. new i just fail and i get stuck back and talk you know about stuff. and so instead of uh mm. people messaging in and what they've settled for can somebody please start a GoFundMe <laughs> to get steve some initiative so he can finish yeah. his journey. Something that he really wants to do. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. poor, poor, sweet Steve. And the uh, small amount of ambition I've had throughout my life just slowly oh, got crushed. That's better. Ambition. Yeah, we'll get you ambition mm -hmm. seven issue. Some ambition. The question I'm... is, and click a six, we want you to weigh in. The question is, what do you feel like you have settled for in your life? Yeah, that's it. What do you feel, what do you feel like you've settled for? So, Steve, we'll just sum it up and say your career, your radio yeah. career. There you go. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Uh, which is hilarious to me because if you knew how many people um, oh, yeah. want to go into this career and how many people try to go into this career and get washed out from this career. Oh, yeah. And it's even becoming a smaller and smaller and smaller industry with syndication and stuff like that. Yeah. You would. Yeah, you would be amazed. There's a that lot Steve of people. So like, that, yeah. That want yeah. Steve's me. job. There is a lot of people that want Steve's job. Like we, the amount of me emails we get at email at connieandfish.com. On the, I'm just kidding, dude. Uh, it, it, not about a lot of people want your job, but that we get emails. Okay, yeah. so so what do you settle for? What do you feel like you've settled for? You, did, did you figure what you want out? Because yeah. this took me a minute. I was sitting here for the last two minutes before we were talking. I was sitting here quiet, just thinking to myself, "What do I feel like I've settled for?" I mean, it is so, kind of tough, and I know that you you said you have some. Uh, stuff with you and i could go in a theory in theory with steve's gig and say i should have went to hollywood and tried to do that i didn't want to be an actor i wanted to be like a director producer or whatever i could yeah. have done that but i it's not for me that's i don't think i settled for my gig and i'm not slamming you steve by any means there was your choice i'm mm -hmm. i feel like i was drawn to this industry because i love it that being right. said this right. is gonna be a much smaller thing but as an example of something i think i've settled for it was the first home I bought uh, right before. It's Alicia and I's first home together, air quotes. But I bought it because it was two months before we were married. And okay. tip, tip for you, until you're both married, never have two names on the mortgage. Ever. No way. It's either no her way. name or my name. Like, I just make sure it's just one name on the mortgage unless you're married. So I bought that house. And I think Alicia really wanted the house. I, I, I did want the house as well, but I think we could have got it 20 or 30 grand cheaper, but she wanted it. We were tired of looking. So she talked me into settling on the price a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now probably 15 to 20 grand cheaper. She was right. like, I'm done. You got them down far enough. Cause I did talk them down quite a bit. So I settled on like the price of a home okay. is, is what I did. That's actually number that's... three on the list. Oh, really? Oh, I thought yeah. it was a weak sauce example. I was thought you were going to bust my, my no. junk. So okay. Steve said his career, which would be your job. So that's number mm -hmm. two on the list. Right. Number three on the list is the house we live in. Um, number four thing on the list of what do you think? And, and again, over 80% of us say, yeah, I've settled for some things in my life. Um, the only thing that honestly that I could really come up with is my car. Your, your okay. current car? 
Yeah, because I used to oh, have a really a expensive, amazing, awesome vehicle. And then I realized what a waste of money that was for as much as I'm in my car or not in my car. Um, although I loved that vehicle. And if they were free, I would get another one. I mean, yeah. I loved that vehicle. Um, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter. So I settled. I did settle for the car that I and I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee now, which is a great car. It's yeah. a great car, but it's not the super expensive one that I used to drive. That, and that was a yeah. treat to myself. And I loved it for six years. And then it just started blowing up. And apparently they do that a lot. So not like literally yeah. blowing up, but yeah, $10,000 to fix this, yeah. $10,000 fix that. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm done with this car. So yeah, I went with pricey. something. But yeah, at the time I was like, yeah, I'm, I feel like mm-hmm, I'm totally sorry. It's very, it's, it's much easier to go um, up in 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 things like to to like more expensive things than to feel like you're settling for something way less expensive <laughs> hamburger no i you agree know? with you i agree yeah. with you totally we so that's number four people. on the list too so a couple people messaged in one of them says my ex for sure without yeah. a doubt and then gets a little bit detailed and we'll leave it there mm-hmm. uh somebody else said uh my radio's broken so i guess i'm stuck settling listening to your show right now and then they said just kidding <laughs> LOL, love the show. So you almost got boosted. Okay, so here's here's the okay, so here's the list. Um, 80% of us, more than 80% of us say we settle for things. Here are the 10 things we settle for. Number one, salary. Number two, job. Number three, the house we live in. Number four, our car. Number five, friends. Number six, our partner. Number seven, we feel like we settle for generic grocery store brands instead of name brands. Yeah. Number eight, we feel like we settle at, by going to cheaper restaurants. Number nine, we feel like we settle by buying cheaper clothing brands instead of the higher, higher end ones. And number 10 is a price that we could have negotiated, but we did not. Ah, uh, that's, yeah. That Things got, that, that we've settled me. for. Funny that, that we, we chose three out of the top four. Yeah. And I'm not surprised because we're all brilliant. We're quite wonderful people and we're extremely attractive. Well, Connie and I are brilliant. Steve apparently couldn't get into engineering school. Yeah, and, no, I need to, and ended I need up to here. work on my education, so, find a new job. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's what I've learned from this. Hopefully your 47 babies have your wife's intelligence, but that's... Would you, know, you go back thanks. to school right now, Steve? I always kind of wanted to. I mean, that was always hopefully what my retirement because you want to be a prof right we was being a professor yeah just get a master's and then go be a professor somewhere at like a community college my the final 20 years of my career do that so final um, 20 years without telling me exactly what your gpa was uh was it above a three five or below two one is my guess two one was it a two one way above that yeah. He screwed up one year. Give me. A hey, break. I got bad grades in science in high school. Slapsack. You didn't have to go <laughs> way above that. Not all of us are brilliant. Good guy. Well, I'm just when I was because I screwed up too, and I had to re- rematriculate just like Steve did. Only I chose to leave and go to OCC, and then I came back years later, and that's when I ended up graduating from CMU. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh. Oh, wait, what was I going to say? I forgot. GPA. I love your brain. Oh, GPA. Yeah. So years later, uh, fast forward to like maybe, oh, I don't know, four or five years ago, I was thinking about going back to school and getting my master's. And because of that first year, actually, for me, it was one semester um, because I screwed up so badly that first semester, I was going to have to retake a couple classes before I could even apply to get my to, wow. to get into grad school. Yeah. 
That seems crappy. It seems like you could get like uh life. And my points. GPA was over a three point. It wasn't a three five, but it was <laughs> barely over. Three I don't know. I, unlike yeah, Steve, who busted my chops point. on my GPA, yeah. I was on the president's list and the dean's list when I graduated Central Michigan University. Oh, Steve, stuff so, it in your ear. That's why you did an internship for me. <laughs> yeah, you were picking on me because I got a one nine in biology. Yeah. Are I we knew you were on saying him? that. I don't feel he like we're picking that. on him. No, he was implying all. that I he knew I got a one nine in biology. And, and a, was a, a one sentence. nine was my overall GPA when I got kicked out of school. That was my overall GPA. Well, that's better. Now I feel better. Mine was even lower than that, Steve. So don't feel. Mine yeah. was even lower than that. Yeah. It. Okay, I mean, if we I do better. stuff, we do it big. That's yeah. what we do. Yep. And, and go big honesty. or go home. Moment of honesty. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I found this list. I think you'll get a kick out of. You know, uh, maybe you know you want to go out and crank up some music this weekend. Uh, it's a fun. Uh, this is a fun thing, actually. From uh, where's it from? I don't know. It's on the internet machine. Okay, so it's lit. It's uh, forty rock bands and their best cover songs. So it's rock bands doing cover songs. I'm not going to give you all of them. But like, for example, number 15, Van Halen. That's number 15 on the list. Right? Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I'm going to bounce, bounce around the list a little bit. Wait, number what is seven, the list? It's uh, rock bands that did cover songs. Oh, okay. I mean, I think this is number one in my head, but... Who sang this song originally? Uh, How come I can't think of it? It was sang by the Kinks. Huh. And I'm not talking about One Steve's friends on the internet. The Kinks? No, no dude. The Kinks My brother Mark huge. loved the Kinks. Oh, yeah. he loved the Kinks. Come and that was about the time that he... Yeah, come dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a big one. I don't think one. I remember... I don't remember them singing that song. But anyway. Okay. Have you ever heard of a band called the Guns and Roses? Huh? Uh-huh. You heard of them? Yeah. <laughs> done there? Yeah, I believe it's <laughs> nope. the Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Nope, it's uh, just Guns N' Roses. Have you, have you ever heard of a band called Wings or The Wings? Yep. That's Paul McCartney, I think, isn't it? Or something it like is. That? It's his yes. super band. Yes. Uh, Guns N' Roses did a cover of Live and Let Die, their song. Yeah, there's that one. So far, okay. these are all great songs, in my opinion. Okay, well, let's check this one out. Number nine on the wall. Have you heard of a band called the Pink Floyd? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think yeah. The uh, band <laughs> Steve called Corn did a remake of their song. Here it is. You know this? I'll stick to it. Me too. You guys, what did you say? Sorry. <laughs> we'll stick to the original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You don't like that one? No. Uh, uh, here's a weird one, too. Nickelback. I didn't know this one. Nickelback did a song, and I, I don't. I can't actually. Uh, I got too many pop ups going on right now to see where they fell on the list. But they mm-hmm. did a song, a cover Metallica's "Sad But True." I'll play two seconds of this. That's Nickelback trying to sound like Metallica. It sounds gonna say it sounds like karaoke. <laughs> the one on the now number one on the list is ACDC. <laughs> There's me was, singing Metallica. Yeah, it was spot on. I felt like Thanks. Metallica was here. Thank you, thank you. ACDC's number one with ba- uh, "Baby Please Don't Go." Aerosmith did "Come Together." The Beatles, right? Mm-hmm. Blink One Eighty Two did "Boys Don't Cry." The Cure. That was number three. But number four is the one that I know Connie's gonna like. There These was are bands a band doing called, covers. 
Yeah, there was a band that sang an original song that they wrote called the Simon and Garfunkel. You know who they are, the Simon and Garfunkel? <laughs> the Simon and Garfunkel, yes. yes. Yeah, do you know who they are? Yeah. Okay. Why is there a the in front of everybody? I, I Simon know, and the, Garfunkel. It's a nice yeah, the, the Simon and Garfunkel song, wrote a song called The Sound of Silence, right? Yes. Or as mm. Steve would say, Sound of Silence. Remove the the. Wow. Are you play okay. Disturbed? That one actually had the, but yeah. Yeah, I but, like the uh, Disturbed yeah. song better, actually. Bingo. The <gasps> Disturbed yeah. released it. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, such a Very great song. Free. Very free. And I'm not a Disturbed fan, but this song. You like yeah. You like this oh, one. Play some more of it. Play some more of it. Okay. Okay. So beautiful. Now, Steve, were you going to say you like Simon and Garfunkel's version better? Do you like yeah, the original? Yeah, but only slightly better. I like both, but I still yeah, yeah I like Simon both too. Better. But I, I, I like Disturbed. Disturbed gives me goosebumps. Uh, that song is amazing. Right I got the bumpies a little bit as well. Yeah. And it's not like the bumpies that oh. you get in college when you meet the wrong girl. It's like the good yeah, bumps. When you, when you don't shave right. Either. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even mean that one, but yeah, <laughs> I'm in a whole different type of bumpies. When but you don't shave right. I yes, do love the Disturbed, and I do think they sound like the Creed. I definitely do, without of a, a doubt, during mm-hmm. that song. He mm-hmm. sounds like Scott Stapp. Okay, so that was what? Number four? Yeah, of... it was like number four. Yeah. Okay. Of a million. Yeah. You, it, who's it number one? <laughs> ACDC, baby, please don't go. I don't even have it. I don't. I didn't even pull it up because I, I just wanted to. ACDC, baby, please don't go. Yeah. I, you want me to try and find it? Well, I'm thinking of um, please don't, KWS, please don't go, but that's not please baby, don't please go. don't go. That's just please don't go, which is right. a great song, by, by the way. It's a uh, song that. by them. T-A-M. It's by Joe Williams, Washboard Blues Singers. That's who it's by. Okay, who's number two? Uh, well, here's Baby Please Don't Go, because now you made me feel bad. There you go. Right. Yeah, no. Oh, wow, yeah. Hmm. Okay, number Aerosmith, two. Come Together. You know that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, number yeah. three. Uh, 182, Blink-182, Boys Don't Cry, a remake of the Cure song. Okay. And then number four was the Disturbed. Well, you want to know what number five was? I'm going I'm to play a full, <laughs> so I'm going to play the full version. Uh, okay. There's a gentleman by the name of Prince that Connie mm. loves. Mm-hmm. And he did a song about a girl named Nikki And the Foo Fighters Or as Steve would call them, oh, Foo yeah. Fighters oh, uh, The Foo Fighters <laughs> Actually did a remake of that So I'm going to play that full version yeah. right now, unedited Real no, quick, you're not. as Connie and I pack up no, our headphones not. And clear I'm going to turn office. you off no, yeah, you're I'm going to turn you on and you're gonna I like wish it. you could, believe me And I, I do too. like that version I don't like it better than the original But I do like that version But we can't even play the original version of that yeah, On the so, radio yeah. Yeah, as again, Steve would call them Great Foo song, Fighters. Though. Everybody that's, else calls them the Foo of, Fighters. No, they're, they're just Foo Fighters. <laughs> they're the actually Foo called Fighters. the Foo Fighters. Yeah, it's actually the uh, Foo Fighters. No, I'm actually looking at I'm on their I, website right now. The Foo, Foo Fighters. Steve, no Steve, mm-hmm. Steve. Yeah. Do you think he really doesn't know this? He's put the word the in no, front of every song, the Foo band, Fighters everything. Is actually do you think he really doesn't know, Steve? I, I think this is the one he's ready to, the hill he's ready to die on. No, no. <laughs> About the Steve, the... he knows. He plays dumb a lot. He's yeah, not as dumb well, as he comes across sometimes. I am extremely dumb. So like whatever, Like, verbatim. Lady. Oh, verbatim. Uh, 
I'm going sure to say how he believes that means word for word. <laughs> you know what? Connie? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to read you what it says verbatim, and then he says, "That's what it says word for word." You know what? You we, need. He's a not as dumb right as he now. tries to make himself out to be. What? Connie, you know it's what? You need a little love right now. You know. <laughs> The video is great, too, and I'm not even a video watcher, but the video no. of that song is great. It's weird, though, because the Simon of the Simon and Garfunkel is dancing in the background of the video, which I found no, he's very not. odd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. The Simon of uh, no, he's not. the Simon He's breakdancing, actually, Steve, yeah. so it's weird. He's it's a real slow kind of yeah. breakdance. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, <laughs> oh, and then he spins on his head. Silence. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I thought we'd wrap the day up with Fish's uh, yeah. favorite new song. Oh, yeah, please do. But, no. New Taylor Swift, Cardigan. I like it. I mix 95.7. It's a good song. It's just weird that she wants to rip off your skin and wear you like a cardigan. Jeez, oh, just stop. Like, it's, it's very just odd to me. Just stop already. It's true. You just know it's stop. true, lady. Yeah, I know it's true there, don't you know? I heard that one of the songs on it, because that's from her new album that she just dropped, what, last week? Was that yeah. last week yes. or the week before? Last week. Um, she's got a song on there called Betty, and I hear that's blowing up the country charts. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, is it a song about a girl named Betty who met a guy and warm <laughs> like a cardigan? <laughs> yes. or is this, uh... It's just the country version of it. Oh, yes. okay. Yes, I'm going to wear you like a cardigan. <laughs> All right, Matt, no, we're just going to go. Weirdest song uh, ever. And I like Taylor <laughs> Swift. I'm just saying. Weird. All right. Have a super good day. Have a good day. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, your mom you got to get out of here, right? All right. Out of your car. Where are you like? No word. Yeah. It's the Connie and Mitch show. All up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 